Well, this is... Well, if you don't know already, enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, Codium, a game of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons. Yes. <laughs> you do. <laughs> so, some legends say we are created from dust or clay, and some say from primordial ooze, or from fire either from great cosmic power or eons of time in the making. But who has that time or effort to do that? So let Eldritch Ooze of heated liquid plastic be the foundry of creation from, con from your concept to reality today. So enter hashtag Eldritch for your chance to win a free miniature code. Use that code to build and buy on eldritchfoundry.com to bring your creation to life. You fought dragon in the Forgotten Realms of Faerun risen from the ashes of a war in the magical world of Eberron and created empires through the houses in the futures of Ravnica. Now it's time to forge your destiny in the lands of Theros. Discover what it means to be a true hero of the ages and stand with or against the gods. It's time to become a legend by entering hashtag beyond for your chance to win a pre-order digital copy of D&D Beyond's Mythic Odyssey of Theros book. Uh, to enter, make sure that you're on the Rock Punch ATL's Twitch channel. To enter the hashtag into the chat, remember to enter only once to not be disqualified. And remember that Prime subscribers and Twitch subscribers are three times more likely to win. You'll do a reminder at the break and at the end. Uh, we return tonight accompanied by the one, the only, a critical bard, Omega Jones. We are so happy to have you back with us. CB, and we're deeply, with your deeply contemplative fire-bending dragonborn, Kuzuma. Kuzima. Kuzima, wow, I, I messed that up so bad. Kuzima and your precious salamander, Zawadi. I was like, that's what I get for trying to read ahead while reading, and don't do that, it doesn't work well. Um, but as a special gift from the man himself, we're giving away another Critical Bard t-shirt. So you can enter hashtag Bard for your chance to win one of his amazing shirts. Yeah. Let's hear from our sponsors. So, to continue on with the line of what Dustin was talking about before, Mythic Odyssey Sea of Theros. Uh, buy it at a local game store. You get 50% off on uh, a D&D uh, on getting off D&D Beyond from your local participating shops, or pre-order it on D&D Beyond. Why should you do this? I got a word for you that's going to blow your mind. It's Leonin. What's a Leonin? Lion people. I know what you're thinking, Logan. Lion people? Where's this crazy thing going exactly? Well, it's going to the crazy thing called your imagination. Maybe you want to recreate the Lion King with upright, weird standing people. Maybe that's where you're going with this. Yeah, you can do that. You know why? Lion people. Maybe you want to go into the uh, Bard's College of Eloquence with like seven other lion people. Maybe discuss the bull market with a minotaur. You can do that. Both those things are in there. Lion people. Maybe you want to emulate some show whose name I can't mention. Maybe it was popular in the 80s. Maybe you want to go that route. It's a little uncreative, but you could do it. You know why? Lion people. They're here. They're real. Mythic Odyssey of Theros. Pre-order now. Lion people. Hashtag lion people. 
Okie dokie. I am here to talk to you about a little thing called Beetle and Grimm's Pandemonium Warehouse. And it is a fabulous place. It is a wonderful place. And if you go on Twitter right now, they are running a giveaway. They're giving away a silver edition Baldur's Gate to send into a Vernus box. And uh, rumor has it that the boss man has put out a call to perhaps do an Eberron box giveaway as well. So head on over to Twitter give them a follow and like the post retweet the post and comment on the post to be entered to win mm. beetle and grim pandemonium warehouse booyah sorry about that i was having some technical difficulties when i realized my charger wasn't working so i've been working that out on the Ooh. side hi uh i'm ethan here to talk about eldritch foundry uh the best place to get the minis for uh your tabletop Really a fantastic company with the highest quality miniatures you can find. You can just imagine the perfect mini in your mind and reach into a character creator that's very similar to all your favorite video games. Really easy to use, fantastic. And hey, you can make Harold there. That's right. They have an accordion in there. It's fantastic. I know you want to make a bar with an accordion. It's awesome. It's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Eldritch Foundry. Make your own accordion bar today. I'm Katie Adkins, also known as Cadkins. And if you knew me growing up, you knew me as, wow, that girl talks a lot. And um, the thing about this social distancing is that I don't get as many opportunities to talk a lot, which is one of my favorite things. I even like to listen to the sound of myself talking and therefore I have made a habit throughout my whole life to talk to myself. Also why I got cats. If you like to listen to people talk, the way that I like to listen to myself talk, you should listen to and watch the streams of the Punch Bowl by Rock Punch ATL. There, they complain and talk about stuff the way I complain and talk about stuff. And when I say complain, I mean how the Game of Thrones finale was actual garbage, hot garbage, such trash, literally. What were they thinking? Turns out they weren't. But also other topics include bears and cat butts. So these are all topics I really like talking about to myself and my cats, and I like listening to them. So you should do it too. Also, they play The Last of Us. That's a great game. You should check it out. If not, watch them play it. Rock Punch ATL. Thank you, Catkins, for that <clears throat> riveting advice. I do my best. <laughs> so good. Without further ado, let us immerse ourselves into the chronicles of D4.
And we're back. Yes. Last time on Dodging Disintegrates in a Disputative Duel. The BFGs met their sixth member added to the Blood and Fortune Pits, a dark red dragonborn named Kuzima, who follows an entity known as the Fire Lord. Kuzima has come here on a mission from the Fire Lord to retrieve a game piece. As the BFGs are thrust into the first fight, where it seems the entire Xanathar Guild knows of their deceptions and betrayal as they are pitted against what they learned to be the previous Xanathar, who is now an undead as they face down a zombified beholder. As they begin to make quick work of it, the arena shifts as the ground around the pit dissolves, and Harold and Kazuma, Kazuma find themselves falling into the pit trap with Kuzima's fiery lizard, Zawadi. He is able to teleport he and Harold out of the pits as they close behind them. Enraged, the red dragonborn sends a radiant flame bolt into the mouth of the undead tyrant, bringing it down. As their match ended, Voss tried to play along and talked to the Xanathar, a giant floating spectral eye as they know it so far, but was cut off short when a thin green ray shoots out of the spectral eye, narrowly missing him as he dodged out of the way. A portion of the sand crumbles into dust. Taking the hint, they return to their holding cell and watch the three other fights. The first being a ragtag group of mismatched humanoids as they fight a massive, saggy flesh hill giant, as well as each other. They are decimated, ripped apart, and eaten by the giant. Next is their dragonborn friend, Kuma, as her frontline fighters face off against the Corvid-19, a murder of 19 Genku. After that is a stoic team known as Umbra's Legion as they watch them take down a chimera in about eight seconds, not allowing the beast to even make a move. What was the most terrifying though was the sixth member who just stood there and watched unmoving as each member of the BFGs saw a different figure standing there that they later revealed to be a chain devil who takes the form of your greatest fear or someone you lost. At the, uh, as the second match starts, they're gathered by a drow wreathed in shadows with an aberration that looked to be a massive brain with an eagle beak and tentacles coming down it. As they're led into the arena, they face down a massive Odiog that had been altered by Nihilor, the Biomancer, also the Mind Flayer that took control over Seisha when they were searching for Flume. In a torrent of magic and steel, the BFGs are once again victorious, even after getting caught in a wall of fire that split the arena and cut the team apart from one another. As they go to head back to their cells, Harold slyly makes it known to the drow that they are his contacts. And as they are brought back into the cell, he tells them to meet, them in a, to meet him in a secret passage just to the right of their door. He will leave the door unlocked for them but tells them they must rid him of the grell that watches his every move. As they begin to mage hand the padlock off, Kuzima grants them all the cover of ash on their feet as he casts Pass Without a Trace on all of them. The BFGs and Kuzima head out, sneaking easily past the guards and other groups as they head into the secret door and into a passageway where they are attacked by the aberration. In a few quick hits and Vinley growing necrotic vines from the inside of the creature it is felt. The drow introduces himself as Narl Zabrandis, an agent of Bregan de Ars. He informs them that he needs three to go with him to meet his Harper contact. 
as they as they begin to choose which teams to go, one to set the smoke powder kegs and the other to head into Xanathar's private sanctum to find the Eye of Golor. And that is where we begin tonight's session. <clears throat> okay, so. I have concerns. Yeah. Um, I can't carry anything larger than a small cat. And frankly, Seisha, I believe sending you into a place where the Xanathar might be actively sitting might not be the best idea since you're not... Subtle? Subtle. Yeah. And Harold is disposed already. The stealthiest of us are Voss and Harold, but... So why don't we send Voss, Harold, and V to go do the powder kegs and you and I go get the stone? I have to collect the eye. Why does it have to be you? Because that's... I bring you in close. Because this thing is going to hound me until it gets it. Its patience is at end. I need to get it as soon as possible. So we get it and bring it to you. That may not be enough time. I get the eye. Okay. Uh... V just kind of sees that uh, Voss is like intensely whispering to Seisha and just sort of looks at Harold like, mm, uncomfortable glancing. <laughs> I just, I don't think it would be a good idea for me to be wandering around the halls in big clanky plate armor. Whoever you are, you need to go with Kuzima then. And I am going to the private sanctum. Henley, can you use a spell to carry the keg? I don't have anything that makes things lighter, but mm. if how, you many, feel how like... many kegs do we have? Best hands lift it. How many kegs do we have? I'm unsure of how many kegs we'll be need. That will be our contact's information. Do you know who your contact is? Yes, I know who he is. His name is Thorvin Twinbeard. Thorvin Twinbeard. Do I recognize that name? Nope. As Harpers do. They Harpers right. don't know Harpers. Um, if my ghost hand works together with your ghost hand, could it pick up a keg? If you it must have time for the discussions. If you are ready, we should go. I agree. If anyone wants to switch teams that are on, now's the time to do it. Well, I think it's pretty clear I want to be just doing some of the heavy lifting, so I'm going to stick with that part. Uh, it's I can I, the only thing I can help you with, Seisha, is I can make you invisible. Might still be loud. It's better than being visible and loud. Yeah, maybe they'll just think they're being haunted by ghosts. Maybe with the right words and your belief, I can get you there. Well, that brings up another point. Um. Voss and Venley, y'all aren't really gifted with a golden tongue. Voss is. Well, if what? we're no, found in the Xanathar's... Yeah, no I've seen this guy pull off some crazy stuff. Look, If we're found in the Xanathar's chamber, it won't matter how good our tongue is. Okay, here's... We, the we don't have time for this. out of my mind right now. Okay? I hold up a coin. I know nothing, so they could read my mind and literally no consequences. Seisha, we don't have time for this right now. I hold up a coin. Head, Seisha comes with us. Tails, Venley comes with us. And I flip Whoever it. Whoever comes, do not forget. 
the ashes upon your feet, you will be silent, more silent than you think. It is heads. They are silent as long as they were within thirty feet of you. Because no, yep, yeah, we we looked up, we it looked is. up the clarification. It is yep, thirty feet within you. You radiate an aura of silence thirty feet around you. Yeah, yeah, we were disappointed as well, but that is the rules as written clarification. Um, unless the DMs want to do it, I. You rolled heads. You said you rolled it. Yep. So. Uh, yeah. Who needs rules? Okay, that saves me. Yep. Yep. All right, let's go. Okay. Uh, so that means it's going to be Kuzima, Seisha, and Voss, Harold, Vinley, and V. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All righty. Narl escorts you all out stealthily into the next hallway. On the other side of the second secret door is a long curving hallway with pillars carved with eyes that follow the curvature of the hall. The hundreds of eyes give you the eerie feeling of being watched as they all seem to track your movements as you walk by. The spy stops. The the spy stops Kuzima, Voss, and Seisha and points down the hallway to his left as it winds around the corner before retracing his fingertips to his lips, reminding you to stay silent. I need... Kuzima, Voss, and Seisha to re-roll stealth as you guys got into combat. Um, as they go, can I put Savard on Seisha's shoulder? Absolutely. She he will kind also of reaches play. up and touches it. Um, are we still on Cast Without a Trace since we're going with Kazima? You yes. yes. Well, the three of us are. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I will guidance myself as well. Okay. Because the so, on my shoulder. If anybody, uh, Kuzima, let me know what the your total is. Ooh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Um, plus ten, that's a seventeen. Nice. Okay. That's okay. A road of five. Ouch. Voss. Thirty-three. And Seisha. Twenty-eight. Ooh. Ooh. Look at they look at you. Nice. <laughs> Worried for nothing. Um, all right, we are going to start with the three of you. You three head down the winding path, slowly walking in the footsteps of a familiar area, passing through the main doorway to the upper levels, uh, passing the main doorway to the upper levels of the fighting pit, as you come to the end of the promenade with three directions. But those of you that have been here before could never forget the large black marble doors to your right, upon which you see one giant carved eye and ten other small eyes randomly carved around it. Seisha, your locate object is emanating from beyond this room. Like, in it. Like, okay. go go that way. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> She'll tap Voss on the shoulder and... I approach quietly search for traps but knowing i can't find anything magical um look to you seisha or you kazima see if you can mention if you can sense anything magically oriented on the door but i would like to search the door for traps and see um, if it's locked i can i mean it's a time thing but i can detect magic ritually but i don't How long does it have take? much time i mean with the rituals 10 minutes I... Yeah, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a bad 
I investigation can... check though. I I'm wondering if I can do this um, since I'm familiar with the concept of glyphs. I'd like to look for anything that looks like a magical glyph. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, you can also make a perception check or investigation check if you so wish. Cool. Okay. Uh, Seventeen for me. Okay. Would this this wouldn't qualify as looking for an illusion, would it? No. Yeah, didn't think so. Okay, not not terrible. Perception. Seventeen. Hey, okay. nice. Um, there doesn't appear to be any traps or locks on this door and you don't see even like looking over through the eyes and the carvings in this door there's nothing that reads a, as a glyph or anything of the such looks clear is, I... is um so the door it's not completely flush to the ground correct uh, it is it, it's fully solid it's it's kind of like a that's gonna say like a gap under it yeah no there is no gap under it damn and there's like no keyhole or anything like that either. Nope. Nope. Unless okay. anybody's gonna stop me or anything has any anybody has anything to say, I push or pull it open. Uh, it is push and it slides open. There's a there's a small like just, but it's not loud. It's just stone on stone. But it's slowly look inside and peer my head. Okay. Just just big enough to get us through. Um. All right. As you open up the door, it opens up into a 100-foot-wide, 40-foot-domed, pure, black, marbled audience chamber. Across the ground, inlaid with smelted gold, is a 50-foot-wide image of the gilded circle with the 10 uh, concentric spokes, the symbol of the Xanathar. The room is eerily quiet and empty beyond the plethora of beautifully carved, very lifelike statues of almost every race that line the walls, all of which depicted in a state of fear while looking up towards the empty bronze-plated ceiling. You see two doors, one straight across and another to the south. In your head, Voss, you hear, it is so close, I can feel it. I have been here before, I feel its presence once more. Do you know exactly where it is? We are attempting to retrieve it now. Um, you get this, the feeling that it is towards the south, and Seisha, you also get that feeling of, go south. I'd nod to you, say none of that out loud, but again, as we enter a room, I'm keeping eye open for Plates, traps, going first, anything. I, that we're I, gonna. I'm gonna use your passive investigation on that. That suit. That suits me fine. Um, I'll let you know if you come to anything. I am avoiding anything that looks like it's out there to be stolen. I am I not stepping on anything that's a different color. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Voss. What is your passive? Uh, my passive is a 15. Okay, noted. Okay. All right. Um, and. But I progress towards the door and. Obviously, I won't open until the rest of the group gets there, but do the same that I did with the previous one. As okay. I walk in, am I sensing or feeling not really compelled, but like, is there anything that I feel like is sticking out? Like, because I don't necessarily think the game piece would be just out in the open. No, so you, you are, it's weird because with you, you're being pulled, and whenever you're facing a certain direction, mm -hmm. you feel inside your chest get hot 
very hot as you face a certain direction, and that direction is also south. And a part of him, he kind of stops feeling that. Um, he stops, comma, feeling that, and um, being confused for a second because that that's not a feeling he normally he's ever felt really. Nope. Um, so he's, and then you see him like cough. Nothing I, happens. I, he doesn't like cough out loud, like okay, <laughs> but it's just like, a, and like trying to see if anything forms and seeing nothing, he kind of goes, and then keeps going for it. Um, to give you a full illustration, uh, you walk through one. There is a door completely on the other side, which is for those that have been here before saw the line of people that were the Illithid, uh, the Man in Shadows. Um, the Grell, all when you met with the Xanathar before, and then to the south, there is another door that you are facing. Yep. Um, um, and that is the door that the uh, dwarf with the hat came out and grabbed the crate that you had brought and took into yeah. that door. And that is where y'all are heading. Gotcha. Um, I check door for we'll use continues past investigation yep, yep. we'll i'll let you know if you need to to roll anything okay. um i go up to the door and i attempt to open it it is not locked you enter through another dark marble door covered in carved eyes that once again blink and follow your movements a moment washes over you noticing the hubris of how every door you've entered since you your escape has been unlocked on the other side is a room nearly the size of the pit. Small, luminous violet particles float through the air, illuminating the nearly empty room in a dark glow. A musty smell lingers from the mold you see growing across the 15-foot-high ceiling. Only a few things catch your attention. First is the massive centerpiece, a 20-foot-wide, 10-foot-deep fishbowl that dominates the room. It is filled with water and decorated with sand, coral, and a miniature shipwreck the size of a tub, and a large organic chain, in uh, a, a large organic chain locked chest buried in the sand. The other things you notice are the smaller three foot wide fishbowl sitting on a pedestal that raises it to be centered on the massive mirrored counterpart. In the center, swimming through a small bit of kelp is a trout-sized spotted goldfish. On the western wall, you see a 10-foot-wide oval standing mirror that looks to be framed in an exaggeratingly wide mouth of an eye tyrant below an ornate top decorated with uh, 11 eyes, the largest in the center. Sits just above, above a word that is hard to read from this distance. To the south, there are two short hallways that lead into an ominous pulsating glow. And to the east, you see a large, deep, dark, round, 10-foot circular hole hugging the ceiling of the wall. Voss, you instantly recognize this room as the vision given to you when you put the first eye into the stone. You yeah. do not know anything beyond your instant recognition. They showed me in, in the vision there was a mirror, though. Correct? Yeah, you, you, saw, you saw the fishbowl. You saw what I just described. You saw yeah, the yeah. fishbowls and the mirror. Okay. So you know you are in the room. Beyond that, you do not know what you're looking for. Well, you know what you're I looking for, but not where. look to you, 
Seisha, see if you can. Which direction? <clears throat> it's kind of emanating from the big fishbowl. I, as I move forward, look at the fish. And from what everything everyone has said, I would like to insight check this fish to see if it knows we're here. Don't laugh at me. I don't know what. The Go fish. ahead and make an insight check on the fish. I just, I just love <laughs> Voss's paranoia about shit. magic. Is Voss huh. is Voss doing this in a way that's obvious? Uh, I don't I'm know. That sounds to... weird. That sounds weird to ask. But like, is this something that I am? No, I'm not trying to hide that I am yeah, strange I, around this fish. With your um, passive insight, Kuzima, I'd say you notice him like side eyeing and like just eyeing this fish intently. Okay, cool. Um, okay, Zawadi's on your shoulder. You get guidance. Okay, sweet. Uh, it was already pretty good, pretty good roll. Uh, what do I do with guidance again? Uh, D4, D4 to your roll. Okay, cool. Um, give me one second, please. Uh, oh dear. I will use D and D Beyond. Uh-huh. D and D. D and D beyond. Roll me a D four. Damn it, D and D beyond. I trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. It's, nonetheless, it's twenty three. Twenty three. That that. It is fishy. <laughs> I would strike you if you were here. But you're not. <laughs> uh. Beyond it being a large spotted goldfish and not having magical vision of any type, mm -hmm. it seems to be swimming around in the fishbowl, as fishy do. I'm studying the big tank and trying to pinpoint I slowly... Where. Can I get inside that bowl? In in the small one? No. The large one, yes. Yeah, the large... Yeah, the large one. Look, That's you were looking at the small one. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's a trap size one and the small one. Okay, yes, the there big... is the there's the giant one, and I then gotcha, on a gotcha. pedestal there is a, a smaller one. one, and that's the one that the fish is currently. Either in. way, wherever that fish is, I'm eyeing it. Yep. I just I want to know when it like side eyes, <laughs> or um, jumps, while, or does anything. While they're doing that, Kazima's going to kind of just saunter in a little bit and and try to eye out what he needs to eye out. Okay. So as, as you look around, the only other thing of note other than the two fishbowls is the large mirror that looks to be, you know, constructed in the like the likeness of a beholder. Yeah. Um, and but as you're walking around the room, your breath begins to quicken as you start to see your vision fade and the shadows twist while sounds creep up into the back of your mind. Don't like this. We need everybody to make con saves. Ooh. Not shocking. You're close to me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're within is, ten feet. Yeah. I'm yeah. probably not. Nice. How quickly do that we need to do this? Could that that decides how far away? Uh, Y'all are still relatively close to each other when this, this happens, happens. Okay. so you can take her. Uh, her what do you? Plus three. <laughs> Natural twenty. Oh, <laughs> nice. nice. So that's a twenty-six for me. Okay. Uh, Voss. Wow. Twenty-six. Um. Nineteen. Okay. And Seisha. Also a nineteen. Hey. All right. All right. Beyond the, the shortness of breath, and uh, occasionally you see something out of the side of your eyes, you seem unaffected. Yep. I'm going to stop feeling that and start to look, and then start to look at the particles and the mode and stuff. Do I recognize what any of that can be? Being you can, of nature. You can roll uh, a nature or an arcana. Yep. <laughs> 
why the heck would I do Arcana? Um, we must do nature. Uh, that is an eighteen. Nice. Um, you you can't tell what they are, but you can definitely tell that they are some form of spore. It's that that is floating in the air. Um, you do know that their color is not bioluminescent in their own sense. Yeah. Something else is affecting it. Mm, I, sorry. No, no you get out. I'm just, I'm, noted, I'm noting that out loud. Gotcha. <laughs> I, feeling that, we need to be quick. And I go up to the big fishbowl and I'm gonna I walk down it to try to figure out where along the line of it it is. I'm guessing awesome. it's probably near that treasure chest. It's a pretty good, pretty pretty good assumption. Yeah, yeah. Probably probably a really good yeah. assumption. Um, the chain locked chest is probably a. I nod. I would like to um, go to the edge, the lip, and attach grappling hook to it and slowly lower myself. So it is 20 feet up in the air. Okay, so I got to get up there. Um, it looks heavy. Yes. Okay, I'm not gonna tip it over. Okay, well, yeah, do I see a mechanism with which to get into this? Nope. nope. Yeah. All right. That's what we're doing then. Boss, do I have to fly up? If you put Wait, a rope we... around me. I could, but I would like to save that in case we really need it. Yeah, me too. So let's wait then, and I will attempt to... A 10-foot high, 20-foot wide. So. Oh. oh, okay, that's a little get better. On my I might be able to... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get him I on don't... my shoulders so he can reach up and okay. do his Kind of like jump up and... So as you're doing this, as you go to climb on Sage's shoulders, okay. entering the room from the south <laughs> is a short, stout figure. The crazed look in his eye of a sad, senile, insane old dwarven man shambles forth with the clanking sound of what looks to be steel slippers grafted to his feet. He has a crooked, snaggletooth grin and a button nose where the rest of his face is obscured by the wild, unkempt, white, bristly beard and eyebrows. Is there anywhere to hide? No, you're currently on top of Sasha's shoulders. And then there, and the only thing to hide behind is clear glass tanks. Yep, that's and, yep. yep. How far away is he? Hold on. Uh, probably about 15, 20 feet. I need you to be specific because it's going to matter. I think I know what you're getting ready to do. No, he's about 30, 30 to 40, 40 feet, feet away. Okay, okay, good deal. Okay. So We're okay, then. Atop his head is a strange contraption that appears to be a brass skull clap, a cap with 10 bendable and poseable copper wire stocks that end glass beads. As he sees you, he looks up at you in shock as a golden flaky substance flutters from his hand to the floor. 
Oh, no, 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 not good, not good. No, no, an enigma takes a walk on the ceiling. You cannot be in here. Uh, the words, the, the words you see are, are like a painted flower that never wilts and the Xanathars is coming. Oh, I've already telepathically alerted him to your presence. <laughs> um, The old dwarven man taps the brass hat as his contraption coils and bobs with the movements. Any minute now, you'll be, oh, he'll be coming for new sand in the fishbowl. <laughs> Join the statues outside when tomorrow takes the world for granted. <laughs> that memory we used to share gambles with lives, happiness, and even destiny itself. I shove boss into the tank. <laughs> I'll take it, yeah. This is where uh, we're going. I, I didn't want to. I really didn't want to, but I don't know who this thing is and it's instinct. What's on his head again? A brass thing? It oh, is a, no. a brass skull cap with 10 bendable, imposable no, coil is, wire yeah. things that have glass beads on on uh, the top. It look, look. The uh, minute so when, when you fought okay. the uh, beholder, the zombie beholder, it didn't have all 10 of its eye stalks because someone had rotten or been cut off. But it looks like it is manufactured into a way to mimic that of an eye tyrant. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. I slam my um, staff down as the thing pulses, and it's like a wave of like a, a heat wave that like slowly flutters towards this thing. And the minute it touches that brass helmet, he needs to make um. What yep. kind of say does he? Oh, you're doing heat metal? metal? Oh yeah, I'm using heat metal at third level. <laughs> they can save it all. It just happens. <laughs> it does just happen. Yeah. It does just yeah. happen. Yeah, it just yes. happens. I'm, You're I'm correct. Re- so go go ahead and uh, uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's book and book. Three D eight. We we gotta cook uh, and swim. Um, that's what we're doing now. Uh, that is what is math? That is eleven points of fire damage. Okay. So you watch as as you you slam your staff down and you watch as this like brass cap begins to glow red hot and almost white and he lets out this shrill of <laughs> and then you watch as it go just continues to melt down as you watch it burn halfway down his face to where it ends just where it's just above his jaw as he collapses to the ground oh. Oh. Boss. You yeah. are being shoved into a, uh, mm-hmm. a tank. I need you to make an athletics check to make sure that you climb into it. That would be nice. That's uh, not too bad. 14? 14. 14. Um, as you're going up, you almost make it and then try and put your boot up against the glass and begin to slip. Uh, I need you to make an acrobatics check. Oh, sure. Uh, 24. Okay, you take no damage as you fall down next to Seisha. I scramble up on her shoulders like a cat that just fell off. And try to catch him as he's coming down. Uh, he rolled great. He's he's finally lands on his feet. Yeah, and I'll try again. Okay. Figuring our time is limited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and as as Seisha helps you up, you can roll this with advantage. Oh, cool. Uh, natural twenty. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, and yeah. with that, uh, she, the first time you weren't quite expecting Seisha to just shove you in, and you're like, "No, this is happening." As you as you were kind of were turned attention turned towards the dwarf who just came in sprouting nonsense, um, and so this time you that'll distract. Ready, you ready yourself and and gather your focus as you using Seisha's boost easily make your way up and splash into this water. I'm going for the chest. Yeah, diving into the tank of stagnant water. You realize it has a slimy film in it and reeks of some sort of organic material. It is not toxic, nor does it impede your movement beyond 
the thought of swimming in a soup of some creature that is either invisible within the tank or no longer inside. Well, but, it's, yeah, everything's weird, everything's strange. I focus on my goal knowing, yeah, I go for the chest. Okay, you okay. get down to the chest. It is buried somewhat into the sand, and it seems to be a large chest, not huge, but like like a trunk at least. Is locked. So it, there's it, a chain chained. wrapped around it's it. It's an or it's like you're looking at it and it's not metal linked chain. It seems to be this weird black and purple uh, rope like chain that seems to be also organic that crisscrosses and locks into uh, a strange padlock that you see that has a uh, one inch diameter square hole in the center instead of a conventional key lock. Use the uh, uh, use the passive. Obviously, continuing to check for traps. Um, if I don't, I attempt to pick it. Um, okay, you you don't see any any traps. Uh, it is definitely locked, though, as as you can do, and you can attempt to pick it. Yeah. All right. I'm inside some goo. Everything in here is just alive. It's all mimics all the time. I'm just assuming. Well, I know that what this is. I is think, cocked. and you guys are mean. That might be okay. Um, fourteen. Fourteen. Unfamiliar with this weird. You're trying to find um, a tumbler. Yeah, tumblers, and you're not feeling anything as this feels like it narrows down the further it goes into, almost like a point. Damn. Um, I will attempt to cut it. You attempt to cut the the organic chain. I like I wouldn't cut a chain. I don't know what this thing is. I don't know if it will cut. Yeah, like so feeling will, it. It yeah. feels hard, like a chain, okay, but it does do not, not look. Yeah, I do not try that. Um, I don't suppose I see anything that looks like a key in the tank. Uh, yeah, I got lucky. <laughs> using your passive, unless you want to do a more thorough investigation no, through the sand tank you do not see I, yeah. I will attempt to climb out then okay you easily uh, swim back up to the top i'm gonna go over really quickly to the now golden crowned dwarf on the ground yep. okay um is there anything that they might have are they, they do they seem like a keeper of this room or are they just a crazy thing that i accidentally not so accidentally killed so you come over and he's wearing just these rag tags. And what's, what's odd is he has these shoes that look to be like metallically grafted to his feet um, with these metal toe caps. And as, as he kind of goes, this hat, which is now you basically just see his mouth from where the cap has just melted his, the top of his head down. Um, and the only thing of note that you saw is in his hand was what appears to be small, like a, a, a large handful of small golden flakes. Being a druid, you can instantly make the assumption that there's a fish tank with a fish in it, and this looks like fish food. <laughs> um, I'm going to take that um, and then look back over. How big is the fish? Is it just a small fish? No, it's Bass big. Side. Yeah, it's like, yeah, for a goldfish, it is a very large. It's, fish. It, yeah, think of think of more like a koi. Yeah. Then 
than a, a small goldfish. But it's but it's a goldfish, not a koi. But it's a koi size. Yeah, yeah, just pretty big. Okay. Um, and then I walk over to Seisha. I kind of watched him do this. Watched his vast struggle. Um, is there a possibility that this fish may hold what's necessary to open this chest? Ooh. Maybe the fish can swim into it. It's not that big. So one inch. Oh. One inch. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and as and as you were picking it, you felt the chest move. So it's not like grafted to the ground. Mm. Uh, I'm assuming I'm there's no way I can just pull this out. It's Boss, boss, tie the rope around it. And and I can try to hoist we can try to hoist it out. That's not a bad idea, actually. Um I go down uh attach the grappling hook to the chest and throw the other side over. Easily doable as you hook it into one of the loops of the chain um, as you you do so. Nothing bad happens as, as you mm-hmm. touch the chain um, and you swim up and toss the the rope down and it is uh, now dangling on the outside of the... Yeah. Sweet. Oh. I am in no position to help you with this, unfortunately. but That's all right. Based on my push, drag, or lift of 420 pounds, thank you, D&D Beyond, I am going to attempt to pull... Yeah. Hand That's awesome. Hand. Go yep. ahead and make an athletics check. You can use advantage because you are using a rope hoist. Yay! Simple machines. Athletics. Daddy 20. Nice. <laughs> nice. So <that's> 22. <laughs> Almost effortlessly, you hoist the heavy wooden crate out of the silt, causing Voss, your feet sinks deeper into the sand as it shifts uh, with the weight dispersing. With it finally free, you help swim it up to the top. With uh, Seisha and the rope, you lift it over the rim as it about as it is about to come crashing down onto the floor below. Um, do I... you shatter and break? Or do you want me to catch it? Catch it. Okay. I need a strength saving throw from you. Yep. Yeah, Kuzima can't help with that. So. <laughs> Try? 18. Uh, and you, you kind of position yourself, and it catches you, and you kind of stumble back a bit, but you catch it and keep it from crashing into the ground. Awesome. Kuzima, what are you doing while they are having fun hoisting this uh, chest so out much of the fun. tank? To be honest, um, he knows what he needs to do, but he's he there's a part of him that knows that uh he can't just let this go uh and he takes some of those gold flakes and hands it to um zawadi who kind of mm-hmm. like picks it up in his mouth and he starts to float with fire um traveling from him because he actually does have a flying speed um and he goes up to where the fish is yeah, in the small it's, it's, in, it's in the small tank it's yeah yeah and he kind of flies up to it and just lets some of those golden flakes drop from his mouth so he feeds the fish and as as they kind of float down from the top you watch as the this goldfish swims and just starts eating them up but while that's happening you said there was a door in the back there's two small hallways where there's this ominous uh, ominous pulsating glow Uh there is a 10 foot wide hole hugging the ceiling to the east wall um, and then there's the large mirror that has words written on the top that is hard to read from anywhere besides being right in front of it. Right in front. Of it. Yeah. And uh, the one of the the two hallways in the in the south of the room is where 
one of the, those is where the dwarf came from. Yep. Okay. Um, because Kazima's not seeing the game piece in here at all. Um, he's going to look down one of those hallways. He needs to do his mission as well. Mm. So he goes, while that's happening for a second, he goes, I mean, he would actually go towards where um, the, the dwarf came from first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as you head through the short hallway to a smaller 20 by 30 foot room, in the center hovers a large, dull glowing light blue, 10 foot diameter frosted arcane etched shallow bold disc. A very faint hum radiates off of it as it pulses with arcane energy. Below the bowl, in a corner, is a small bed mat woven from straw. And there is a crate that's right next to it. And across the crate says, a rotten gold. A rotten gold? Yep. Uh-huh. Not sure what that means. And there's a, a disc that's glowing energy and stuff. Yep, yep. like a massive dome disc. Like, yeah, shallow, very dome. shallow bowl Okay. That's like this. Yep. Okay. It's not upwards. Okay. But it's floating and it's large and like weird. in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I'm going to do a stupid and walk in. Okay. Okay. And with the intent of going towards that chest, that crate, just to see what that what that is. Does anything happen? Nothing happens. No, don't like it. Um, is that crate um, like? Does, is is there like a, a lock or a pad or anything? Is there a way to get into it? No, it, you can see that it's been opened many times, but it is currently like mostly closed. Okay, he just looks in it. it it's it's full of fish food. That that makes sense. That makes complete sense. That disc doesn't give me that burning vibe, though, does it? It does no. not. So he doesn't believe. It's yeah, it, it, the that feeling has gotten less as you left the main room. Yeah, then he'll go back in the room. Did did, did it feel that way around the chest? It, that whole room feels like where you're supposed to be. It's you don't have detect magic. I, uh, I do have you, it. I just I yeah, you don't have it up. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, just, you know, you're where you're supposed to be. Yep, where you're supposed to be. Okay. And yeah, it's about it's about this time that you get back in that you see Seisha begin to put it put the chest down on the ground, um, and uh, Voss is climbing back out and landing on the ground. Voss, as you are coming down, mm. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as you land on the ground. Oh, okay. That is ten feet. That's true. Uh, should be good enough though. Nineteen. Nineteen is fine. As you land. Uh, you're not taking any damage, but you notice that your feet like slip. You're able to catch oh. yourself, but you feel that your entire body is coated in like a grease-like substance. Yep. Does it burn or tingle in any way? No, nope. nope. it's just real slippery. Yeah. I and and moving is hard as you're slipping and sliding, so your difficult terrain movement. So every every step is five to ten feet instead of five. That's fair. Um, I steady myself on the chest. Um, think for a moment. I splash a little bit of on on the ground. Say, 
Kuzima, can you make fire? I know that seems like a stupid <laughs> question, but... Okay, yes, it's a stupid question. Can you light that, please? I will uh, produce a flame in my hand. Um, it's a small little one. Noting what he's probably getting at, make sure I'm not around him. Okay, um, And then control that flame to slowly float down towards the... Um, the Patch, yeah, yeah, at, yeah. As it as it hits, um, it just sits there, doesn't ignite. Okay. I take a sigh of relief and say, oh, "All right. Unfortunately, this is locked, and I don't know how to get open the key. It's an odd, strange lock. Did you find a key on the man whenever you searched him? No, he just had." Flakes for the fish. Damn, it must Seems be here like he was a, a keeper. Off you have a crowbar? Mm, we can try. I um, do have a crowbar. You, you got you got the sense that you. This lock is pickable. It's just okay. going to be extremely. You difficult. just didn't meet the DC. <laughs> okay, I will go back in, and I will attempt to pick again. You got assisting by casting light. Inside the lock. Okay. Okay. And um and Zawadi nuzzles. Yep. You get that, um, that nice warm nuzzle from uh from the uh, the salamander as as he nuzzles. You feel the warmth of the fire kind of burn inside you. I'm so glad I'm not covered in flammable grease. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a grand way to die. Um. It is. Okay. Fire is great. Let's see. Let's see. Dandy Beyond. Help me this time. How would you do roll that? Something, roll something good. Debian, why well, you got to do me raw? Um, <laughs> maybe 18? With the help of the light in it, you look and you actually see that it tapers down like a um, like you were to insert an obelisk, a small obelisk. And as you're moving things around, you see that there are three sections inside that actually turn. And as you think you finally got it, it all clinks back, rotates, and locks again. I look for an object that looks like it would fit in this, then. Based on what I can see, based on what I know of the tumbler. Um, as, you, like an... as you look around, there is nothing like that in your room. Your passive is, is enough to, to, to see the points. Nothing that you can see in the current room that you're standing in and uh kuzima you didn't see anything that resembled that in the other room if what, what does it look like um the oh. inside of the lock is like a obelisk um three pieces turned down if there's nothing impeding me from stopping to try again i'd like to do it again though um i will give you one more try okay thank you uh because I'm I'm blank. So before this happens, um, okay, and tell me if I cannot. This is me trying to flavor, but also having fun. Um, if I can get described well, I mean you don't got to do it because Zuma can get it described well. What it might need. Um, if I will take, I will. Oh, sorry, Harold. Um, I will take out my liar and try to break off a piece of it and then try to draw it craft and try to shape it into what it might be what might be needed try to shape using using oh, my druid craft and try not literally to make a lock pick but try to shape it into a way that it might 
fit He's going to try to make a key. Mm. Yeah, go yeah. ahead and make an intelligence check. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, the whitey's hopping on me. Um, come on, big whitey. Big money, no whammies, no whammies. Uh, okay, okay, not the worst thing, not the worst thing. Uh, eh, what's that? That's a 19? So you you get, like, looking in the hole and, and kind of getting a sense of what it looks like, you get what you think is a fairly decent shape that looks like it could about a four inch long obelisk yep. that has three separate sections um, may i use this in either opening the lock or assisting me in doing so it will be still thieves tools okay. it's not the actual key yep does it help you can have advantage sweet and uh, and, and yeah salamander nuzzling yeah is necessary here. Okay, that might that might do it. Come on, D and D Beyond. The dice ma roller is really good. It's just hey, there we go. There we go. Um twenty-six. So using using the wooden druid crafted obelisk from this charred burnt lyre, you insert it in, but then you you can see where it's not hitting correctly, and you use your thieves tools to kind of access those points, and in correlation with that and your thieves tools, you hear that beautiful click as the three sections all rotate in opposite directions. Zina, that was brilliant. Yes, Unlocking sir. the padlock causes the cross chains to wrap uh, that wrap around the chest to retract like recoiling snakes. When you open it, I need you to make me a wisdom save. This is fair. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I was Everybody or just Voss? Just Voss. Good. Okay. As you see, you watch as ah. black ink seeps into your skin. Um, do I have the plus three from you as well still? Yeah. If she, yeah, uh, she's it's all there. saves. Natural 19 on the die, so that is a 24. All right. You see the black ink powder, like, wash over you and, and seeps into your skin, uh, and you feel this weird sensation wash over you, but your body's natural defenses seem to fight it off. However, as you open the lid, uh -oh. we need everyone to make dexterity saving throws. No, as, why is as it Seisha, those glyphs you were looking for? Oh, we found them. You found one on the inside of the lid. <laughs> oh, good. good. As you see Grand. two bioorganic sacks etched with arcane symbols that sit nestled into the interior of the chest just beyond the locking mechanism. Nestled! Acrid gas sprays out in all directions. Mm -mm, don't like it. Uh, that's only a um, 16 for me. I am covered in weird grease. How does this affect me? Um, you have disadvantage on deck. That's what I figured. That's what I figured. Uh, oh, uh, and and um, for the okay. Wadi... Still might be okay. Uh, what is that? Okay. Oh, yeah. So Wadi's fine. So Wadi did much better than I did. Um... No, it's okay. It's plus seven. That's different then. Okay. Uh, that's a dirty. No, that's 19. 19 for me. Uh, okay. And Seisha? 16. All right. You all managed to get out of the way Ooh. in enough to not take a full force. You're still going to take 
14 points of acid damage. Mm. Yeah. You all cover your mouths and nose, making sure not to breathe in this acrid gas that seeps out from the chest. May I uncanny dodge that, or is this impossible in my greasy man state? You still have the ability yeah, to uncanny, still uncanny, uncanny dodge. dodge. 14, okay. correct? 14, yes. Okay. Hey, Zawadi's still alive. He has greasy a Greasy man state. <laughs> I, I don't know what is in there, and I'm not yeah. going back in, so... With the, the gas dissipating, um... You see a few arcane pages rolled up uh, in inside. However, a majority of the space is saturated by the beautiful rainbow assortment of finely carved and raw, uncut gemstones. You see amethyst, chris, uh, chrysoberyl, jade, jet, pearls, spinel, tourmaline, and you see about 30 in total. Before I get fast with my hands, um, because he's been very helpful to us, I let Kuzima come first and say, do you see your piece in here, perhaps? Do I? As you're, uh, as you're looking in, um, you can make an, uh, an perception or investigation check. I will... Has he described to us what this looks like? He just nope. says game piece. It's he doesn't piece, know. And that's Is all it I know. possible that I can assist him with this, then? You can search, too. Okay. Um, want a piece? I'm as they're doing that, I'm using healing hands on myself and 10 points of lay on hands. Okay. Um, one apiece so, or advantage is up to you. Uh, you can run, we'll run one apiece. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'll guidance myself as well because okay. look, y'all use guidance more. All the time. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. If you can, use it. Natural 20. <laughs> uh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Hold on, roll the me. guidance and tell us your total. <laughs> 29. <laughs> Jeez. Boss, what'd you get? Eleven? <laughs> <laughs> Rolled a six. Um Kuzima, uh finally you feel once the chest is open that a little bit of that burning sensation take over and get a little bit more warmth, and you just dive in and start searching quickly, almost kind of taking over the area so boss does not see as many uh items that you are sifting through. Looking more intimately over the jewels, you find a small miniature black metal tower that looks to be a game piece of some sort. And setting uh, that setting itself apart where the others are cut, finely cut gemstones or raw gemstones is a black spherical stone that almost looks like a black pearl. You also see beneath all of them is a round metal shield face down that looks to be currently being used as a bowl for all the other items. I'm going to palm the game piece and the pearl. Okay. Um, and then just kind of just move out the way and let them um, go whatever they want in this thing. Boss, as Kuzima moves out of the way, you feel like he picks something up, um, but you're sifting through over and over again, using the shield as a bowl to not mm -hmm. spill anything, and you do not see the Seisha. small round. Do I see him pick both those yeah, items I mean, up? Because he didn't slide of hand it. 
Yeah, and it wasn't to hide it. He was picking it up to see what that was. Okay. Was interested. Oh. And then yeah. Well, okay, 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 yeah. Okay. boss being intently looking for the thing. Seisha, yes, fine. you see uh, Kuzima pull a black, small, looks like a rook. Yeah. And then a black pearl. Kuzima, Kuzima, the, the pearl. I believe this is for you. Yes. And I'll take it, Voss. We've got it. All right. I commune with a stone because as, I don't... As soon as you see it, before you even commune, yep. you feel a sharp pain begin to well up inside your head as a grating voice begins to fill your mind louder and louder until it drowns out all other noise I around I pull you. out the stone and I say, put it in, put it in now, now, now. Put it in. And Voss, you, you hear as she's placing it inside. Like, like before, Voss. The spherical black stone fits perfectly into the middle slot of the stone. You watch as the stone itself forms an eyelid that closes over the stone and opens again as if blinking. The rests, the, uh, it rests open and does not happen again. All of a sudden, Voss, your mind is filled with a vision, a void of darkness as a light begins to shine as you're looking at your own warped reflections against a glossy lens before you see a rise of a few small bubbles. A shadow glides in from the darkness into the light as the vision focuses on a large spotted goldfish. The vision then shifts again to a stone chamber with five robed bald figures sitting in a circle. Each of the figures have intricate carved designs similar to Tilly's tattoo on their foreheads. In the center of the design, you see a third eye form colored with the black void filled with a starry nebula. Illuminating the room from bright crackling purple energy is a ritual circle in the shape of an eye. From the vision, you hear in a deep guttural voice that envelops your mind. Find the Abolith. Prepare the Harbinger. And the five speak in unison. Behold the fates rewritten, and you will know me as the one true being, Alpha and Omega. And your vision comes back. Boss, are you okay? Boss, Boss. I'm okay. Okay, let's move. I agree. And I pull out a small satchel. Don't have enough time to take it all, and I don't have the pants space. But I would like to take a small... First off, the scrolls. Mm-hmm. I was going to grab people, those, yeah. I, yeah, like, you can grab those. Um, okay, I'll grab those. Venley's going to be yeah. so happy. Okay. Yep, I know she wouldn't forgive me if I left those behind, but I'll take a small satchel, like a small bag. I mean, there's only 30 gems there. I mean, you can get them okay. all. I take are, are, all any of them, are any of them diamonds? No. None of them are diamonds. Okay. Um, is there anything of no, else of note in this chest? Oh, yeah, there's the big the round giant shield. shield. I pick it up. Take it. Okay. Pulling it out, you see inscribed on the inside, now that you've scooped all the gems out, written in the old common tongue, known as Thoras, uh, is Pecunia Regis Fascit. Voss, you know Thoras as the common language still used for trading in Om. And when you flip the shield over, 
you see a steel shield with intricate tiered layers of concentric circles that raise and lower with multiple overlapping carved grooves. Mundane stone jeweled rivets line the outside ring, all that encircle a golden emblazoned design of an eye with a red gem in the center. Voss, you recognize this as it looks similar to the golden coins used in trade near Om. You can't quite remember the significance. I look at the shield, and obviously look at you, Sasha. Um, something I want to cast identify you. on it. You cast identify on that one? Hold on. Shield? Okay. Uh, it is it a sentinel shield. Ooh. It is emblazoned with the symbol of an eye. While holding this shield, you have advantage on initiative rolls and perception checks. Oh. <laughs> Which also means... Oh, it does require attunement. I throw it back oh into the bowl. We don't need it. <laughs> Spatia pulls it out. <laughs> I'm unlooking. Yes, of course. Um, can I keep this? <laughs> yes. Does not require attunement. Just kidding. Um, I take out 10 of the gems. It doesn't? It does not require attunement. Sasha slings her shield onto her back and puts this shield on her arm. Mm -hmm. So you can add that to your equipment. I take out 10 of the gems um, and hand them to Kazima. Okay. And offer them as, since he, just offering it, just, you assisted us. You deserve at least part of the plunder. Thank you. All right, let's move. It will come in handy. But yes, okay. I believe we must go. Okay. I agree. Um, I'll wait to divvy up the loot then, but before okay. you yep. leave. So you can go ahead and you can add 10 gems and then you have 20 now, boss. Okay. What is that in gold? Um, hey, Kuzima, you know nature. Why don't you go ahead and roll a nature check? <laughs> oh, I know nature. Uh, Since none know, of you are proficient in gems. Zawadi hmm? uh, knows nature. <laughs> <laughs> Using these gemstone dice. <laughs> um... Don't screw me over. No, that's great. That's great. Yeah, you're lucky. Uh, that's a 22. Oh, easily. Yeah, looking at them over, although they are all different sizes and some are cut and shaped into like uh, beautiful gems and some are un uh, rough cut gems, they all seem, because of the type of gem that they are, they all seem to be roughly around 100 gold pieces a piece. Oh, all right. Well, 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 well. Wait, that's 100 a piece? <laughs> yes. Each Sometimes. gem is 100 gold. Gotcha. Um, so that's two thousand. You have you have two thousand gold. Kazima, you now have a thousand gold worth of gems. Okay, Yay. I will noted. Omega, that was lovely. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, obviously, yeah. I'll divvy this out. But yeah, we should get going. Yeah. Um, I give one glancing part back to the room. Um. You mentioned earlier that there was a word on the door that we oh, couldn't yeah. see. Uh, that is a, that is the mirror. Oh, the mirror. Yeah. Mirror. I was yep. curious, but I didn't think about it. Yeah. I'll give a parting glance, but I don't want to get any closer to it. Okay. At um, well, you have to get close to kind of because the shadow and the I, way it hits. This room is strange and odd to me. Also, was the goldfish in my vision again? It was. And this time, where the first time you saw it, you saw the room. So, mm -hmm. so um, more so, let me let me give you just kind of a reminder. So the first yeah. time you put the eye in, the very first thing you saw was the three ring circles of character, plot, and uh, uh, setting. Setting. Then, then it showed you the room of the, where you're standing now. This time, it showed you the goldfish, 
and then it showed you another room with the the bald figures. Okay. I look at the bowl. Is it trapped in any way? Doesn't appear to be any mechanical traps on it. I look to Seisha. I say, I saw this in a vision. I think we need this fish. She'll pick up the fish bowl. I I will I'll handle the fish bowl for now. Um, you got a shield, but I I'm not grabbing the fish. I'm taking the bowl with. Well, yeah, me. the bowl, which yeah. is about this. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, need to clarify something. Are we stealing Xanathar's goldfish? Oh yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> it is a goldfish. It is Xanathar's. Okay. You know his prized possession. Prized possession of fish. Yeah. Boss. Yeah. Your keen mind reminds you that Narl called this goldfish Silgar. Hello, Silgar. You belong uh, to us now. <laughs> two quick things. I am going to get a little closer um, to okay. the mirror. Okay. Just to see what it says. Yeah. I'm not As scared. You get close enough, and across the top of the mirror, you see that it reads X-O-B-L-O-B. Zoblob. Kyle. Okay. Yep. You're but... saying magic words out loud. Did you? Did Seisha say that out loud? No. No, that was oh. Katie making sure she got the word. Uh, and I 100% did not. I was like, "This is an XO blob." <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm hearing right now. Um. Yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what that means. Not even worried about it. He's just just curious to know more about it. Um, Seisha is gonna go get a a, a bag of fish food. Okay. 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 Easily do. That was the second part. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. I. Okay. Let's go. Uh, yep. I'm covered in grease and I'm carrying a fish. But yeah, let's go. <laughs> Boss, as you're walking, I need you to make another dexterity saving throw. I'm gonna drop this fish. Nope. Uh, disadvantage on these. Dex saving throws are high though. Okay. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. Did you add your three? Uh, no. That'd be an eighteen then. 16, right? No, 15, 18, yeah, I heard yeah. 13. Um, so yeah, as you're walking, it is very slow going for you because you go to walk normally and you almost slip and drop the fish. I immediately go, take the fish, take the fish, take the I fish, got the fish, fish, I got the fish, I got the fish. I take the fish. Okay. And I- Just looking back forth like- <laughs> We're really good adventurers. I see that. I- like a deer learning to walk, just kind of like weird slide shimmy my way across the floor. And you are, again, half speed. Yep, I am dashing, I suppose, to keep up with everyone else. All right, so heading back, you leave the sanctum of the Xanathar and return to the massive audience chamber. You know the quickest way back to your cell is back the way you came but you do not know where the rest of your team is, if they have been discovered, or if they're being led into a trap because drow are notoriously untrustworthy. The one thing you do know is you must remain silent and time your movements precisely as to not get caught yourself with the dozens, dozen or so statues that line the walls of this circular room as a reminder of what may become of you. 
I need everybody to re-roll stealth checks for me. Cool. Are we still under the effects? You are. Nope. No. no. Did you did you cast? I think guidance is concentration. Oh, guidance Ooh, is concentration. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I mean, I can I... cast it, but it's probably oh, too late. Oh God. I am covered in grease. Is this helpful? Kuzima, <laughs> if you would like to recast Pass Without Trace, you can. It is not a time-sensitive issue. Thank you. Just... I want to. I just barely have some. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just giving you the option. Do I'm it. Telling you to. No, I will Man. do it. Yeah, it's done. It is 100% done. Yeah, I'm just like, okay. crap. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay. Am I a disadvantage on this as well? You're not at disadvantage on stealth checks, no. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, okay. So that's, that's plus bad. 10, right? It's not too bad. Uh, yes, yeah, plus, plus 10. 10. Yeah. Good. Um, Stop doing that. <laughs> um, for me, that is a 28. What'd you get, Seisha? 18. Yeah. <laughs> Boss. 32. There Ooh. it is. Don't nobody care. I've got a fish. I'm encumbered. <laughs> <laughs> You're encumbered. Okay. Um, so as like how big a fish are we talking? It's a trout. It's a trout. So oh. how's the goldfish? It's a goldfish the size of yeah, a koi. Like the size of a so trout. it's uh, massive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like a ten gallon tank. Not ten gallon. Um, five gallon. Yeah, roughly about five gallon. It's pr yeah. it's pretty I mean, big. It's, it's it's like this. Yeah, the yeah. fish like can only go in a circle in it. Yeah. It's not like it has a whole lot of room. Yeah, I mean you're you're not holding it like this. You're holding it like this. Yeah, as she's walking, she's whispering to the fish, "We're gonna get you a bigger tank, and we'll get you some plants in there. It'll be real nice." Listen, I only I only work union, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. You find yourselves back in the audience chamber as described before. And you see the door for your exit back down the long curved hallway of eyes. And just as you approach it, you hear the footfalls of someone or something approaching. What do you do? Um, is there anywhere to hide? It's a pretty open, barren place. The only thing that's really in this room are the statues that line the walls. Do I hear one person? a big statue of like a minotaur or something like that that I can get behind with the tank. Okay. All right. As you as you make your way and move to, to, to hide behind and within these statues, we're going to go to the other team. Oh, God! That's not okay, dude. <laughs> okay. So, uh, we need Gnarl, Harold, V, and Vinley to remake their stealth checks. All right, using D and D Beyond's digital dice roller. It's a good system. It was just screwing me. <laughs> it is a really good system. I like it, but it makes me nervous because I also have eight sets of dice, so I might as well just use those because I have. Here we go. I bounce back and forth. You do not get the plus ten. Okay, I was just asking in terms of did we get it when we started stealthing? Oh. It would go away when you left the... Uh, okay, Harold, what'd you get? <laughs> Natural one, six. Okie dokie. V, what'd you get? 14. And Vinley. 17. All right. How did we do better? I was going to cast invisibility on two of us. You can do that. Yeah, it's, yeah. this is not time sensitive. This is just while you're sneaking, this is what your stealth roll is going to okay, be. Okay, then yeah, I'll 100%. Uh, I was going to uh, hit the pact magic. To cast, uh, 
to cast uh, invisibility at max level. Okay. And I'm going to give it to, I was going to give it to me and V, so I will go ahead and do that anyway. Okay. Okay. So V, you can roll again. Harold, you can roll again. This will count as advantage. Oh, good. It's just me and a drow standing there. I don't want my last roll to not count because I think 14 is kind of a I have it recorded. It's the first roll of of advantage. Wait, I'm rolling one more dice or two more dice? Just one. Just one. Okay. Well, yeah. 14 still. Okay. My second roll was an 11, but I'll take it. I will too. Better than that natural one. Yeah, yeah you know, I'll take it. Wow. So that's 11 total? That's 11 total, my friend. Okay. You're using up, Beyond or your I dice? Use beyond, which normally is the best dice roller for me, so. Yeah. Right. It's making things interesting tonight. That's what it it's is. doing. It is. It's all creating right. dramatic timing. So you all, you all watch as your friends head south as the drow takes you just a little further north through the curved hallway of pillars covered in eyes that seem to follow your every move. As Harold, you cast through the dagger. As you cut into the air, you watch as your form and V's form ripple and dissipate from, from sight. Adjacent to a large semicircular door on the north wall is a fresco painting of a leafless black tree covered in knots and hanging fruits of peering eyes that are a light purple shade. Narl hovers his hand over one of the eyes before looking back at you all and in your direction, V and Harold, um, with the intent to whisper words of warning. The first thing that we must do is take out the Xanathar's eyes and ears within the lair. Through here is a group of dwarves who have had their mind altered by the illithid biomancer. They are in constant trance-like state, half asleep, half awake. There are countless areas throughout this place with the obfuscated eye stalks that they use as constant scrying sources. We will, <clears throat> We have not encountered any so far. But in order to do what we have planned, we must take them out quickly and quietly. They're almost in catatonic state and should not put up much of a fight. Kill them quickly, for if any of them remain alive, our entire plan, us included, will die. Are you ready? Yep. We gotta do what we gotta do. All right, let's... um. Murder defenseless people. Yep. Is there any way we can do this without killing these people? What if we just like tie them up so they can't move? They're not people anymore. Are you sure? I, um, yes. There is no other way. If any of them wake up, they will alert our presence. And like I said, Everything is ruined, and we will die. Okay. You, you don't have to do this. We can. We can try to handle this if we need to. V. Most weapons for this. So. If you knock them unconscious, I'll take them out. That's the same thing. No, I can just take them out. No, it's to me. It doesn't. It wouldn't change anything. I might as well just do it. It's breaking them of their trance will free them and turn them against us. Killing them is a mercy. 
a mercy that the Xenathar will not grant you if we are caught quickly. Now this way. Yeah, sure. He places his hand on one of the eyes in the wall and presses it. There is a click and a section of the wall begins to pull apart and slither away to the edges uh, like vines tra retracing into the sides. As a section of the wall diffuses, you see a small chamber with 10 emaciated looking dwarves whose eyes are cataract and fully white. Their craniums engorged from the obvious signs of enlarged brains as the thick veins run across their bald scalps pulsate. Clear tubes run from small tanks in the corner of a bubbling liquid that snakes across the ground and up into the noses of each of the scryers. They stand in a circle around an amorphous arcane orb that pulse, that's pulsating with swirling energy with a tentacle of light that reaches out and touches each, each of the dwarves' foreheads. Above them is a strange otherworldly organic brass-billed pipe that twists and turns up into the ceiling. As you look around, baffled and confused, you see Gnarl pull a dagger as he moves behind one and instantly slits its throat before quickly moving to the next. What do you do? Uh, does, does this seem like something that me and Benley could handle if, if B was not comfortable? If we moved very quickly down either side of the rows? Yeah, yeah, if you wanted yeah, to. I, uh, I tap B twice in the arm and be like, we got this. Don't sweat it. Just wait. And I'm going to go and start. Oh, God. I'm going to start doing it. I'm going to start killing these defenseless people. Yep. God, oh, this is awful. I do Vin it. Vinley, what are you doing? Uh, Vinley, um, from her sleeve, her ritual dagger appears in her hand, and she'll go to each of them. And can I get at their spinal cord to, instead of just slitting their throat, could I do it to where I just kill the brain? Yeah, of and course. It's less messy? Yes. You, right. With your knowledge of medical? Absolutely. Yep, I'll just... All right. Harold, as you move your blade across their throat, their blood begins to pour out, covering you and your blade like a waterfall soaking their robes. The dwarf gives no cry, no gas for breath. They simply fall over as blood continues to pull under them. Their cold, cataract white eyes stare up and through you into nothingness. For Vin Vinley, you walk up behind each one, put your hand at their uh, uh, at their chin, angling it down as you stab your dagger uh, upward through the back of the neck into their brain as a small trickle of blood pours out their, their back and down their spine as they fall limp to the ground, them two staring up at you with blank white eyes as if staring through you. Uh, she'll just say um, in Celestial, it's okay. Just very quietly. Okay. As you finish the last one, the lavender gray-skinned elf leads you down a tight hallway to a T intersection that opens up to a wide hallway full of statues. Each one of them depicted in a state of fear with absolute horror painted across their face. Their arms and weapons held up as if to block an attacking blow. Gnarl does not wait as he quickly turns left and heads south. You see several doors on either side of this 90-foot-long hallway he leads you down quickly to a set of double doors, and at the end of the hall, 
Gnarled gives a knock in an odd sequence rhythm, followed by the sound of fumbling and something crashing to the floor on the other end. As the double doors swing open, you're greeted by a magically lit chamber of workbenches and tables full of tools and other various tinkered items. In the center is a massive machine of a, with a large funnel that channels down into a series of rotating and biting tightly interlocking gears that look to be pulverizing and grinding something into a white fine powder. Standing before you is a four foot tall dwarf with a long orange beard and mustache that both split into two ends. Each of them bunched together with a twist of wire, a, a twisted copper wire. His tiny frame uh, pince-nez glasses clipped over his nose rest just below the line created by the bowl cut of his hair. He works from a belt of many pouches and tools that wrap around a green doublet as he squints in your direction. What's the meaning of this? Don't you know who I, how busy I am? You, you, as he points directly at you, Harold, even though you are invisible. You dare come back after this, after the last time? Do you have any idea what you did? No. Harold shakes his head, and but is still invisible to see if he, tell, he can tell. Oh, oh, well then, uh, won't you come in? Uh, care for a cup, some uh, warm whiz ale? Uh, so, who, who's your friend, Spider Boy? <sighs> This is Thorvin Twinbeard. Yeah, no, no, no prizes for guessing that name. <laughs> he has been replicating our shipments. In the corner, you see a stockpile of barrels that all see Wormwiz Ale. You see the bearded man pull a tap on one of them as he fills a mug with what looks to be black sand. He curses and then turns the barrel, revealing a sign written in Dwarvish. Does anybody speak Dwarvish? Nope. Okay. Uh, damn. Looks like the well ran dry. So, who are you? Who sent you? Uh, <laughs> you first, and then uh, I'm totally down to explain. He's just holding the cup full of black sand. Just looking at you, Harold. Okay. Uh, I play a certain instrument, and I came here to help you play that certain instrument. I Never heard of it. But I got a broken harp around here somewhere. Perfect. Now, now that's a fine instrument. I tried to make a self-playing one once, but it ended up being a, a better self-firing ballista. Anyways, uh, well, uh, would you all like uh, to smoke a bit uh, while we powder the place up? Uh, I got a new shipment of the good stuff. I'll, I'll pass We're on that. Good, I'd thanks. Knock this out as quickly as possible, and then get everybody out of here. <sighs> Great. I see they sent the ones with a few loose screws and gears. He, he looks to Narl. Engines running, but no one's behind the wheels. I see. Very well. I'm talking about the big kaboom, the big bada boom, bazinga, the showstopper. The feel free to stop me whenever you figure out what the yeah, hell I'm saying. I know what you're talking about. Bing bada boom, hey. Ah, good, 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 good. Okay, so come in, come in, come in, come in. As as yeah, I will I will follow him wherever he takes me. <laughs> it's it's just a uh, like a twenty by twenty uh, foot room that is filled with all sorts of gadgets and gears. And this filled in the center is that massive machine that's grinding stuff into a white powder. And then in a corner is just like a wall of barrels. Yep. Okay. All right, good. Okay, so here's what we need to do. We need to place these smoke powder kegs at seven key points in the layer. All dark and gloomy here. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll take care of, um, <clears throat> sorry. 
Old Dark and Gloomy here, and I will take care of placing them in the lower levels as well as we handle the catalyst. Uh, we need you to place the others in precise locations, all right? So don't forget this. This is very important. Don't forget. You ready? Yeah. All right. First thing is to take it up to the northernmost part of the hall of definitely not petrified people and place a keg just on the other side of the secret door at the farthest point. I got it? It's a, it's a dead end. You can't miss it. Next, you head through the secret door into one of the halls of eyes and down south into the promenade of eyes. Two completely different areas and totally not the same hallway, even though they are totally connected, both covered in unnerving eyes and should be, sorry, tangent, happens. You will need to place one in the center of the promenade between the two center pillars. Then place one in between the columns where you most likely came in. This is the hallway directly across from the audience chamber. You know the, you know the place, right? Good. Do not go beyond the pillars, no matter what you hear, what you see. That Through that leads to the biomancer's labs and the feeding grounds. I cannot express that enough. Well, unless you, you want to know what it feels like to have your skull cracked open and your brain uh, excavated by an octopus. Anyways, please focus, will you? The next is a tricky one, as it needs to go into the Xanathar's private sanctum under the weird bull thing that I still haven't figured out what it does. Is it a food tray, a large arcane frisbee, a weird bird bath? Sorry, tangent. Anyways, the final one is the hardest, as it needs to be planted in the arena at the entrance door under the crowd during your last match. That should give us enough time to get everything else into place. Whatever you do, do not get caught or we're all fucked and it will be your fault, but no pressure. You got this, right? Yeah, I write all that down. And I'm like, I just want to confirm everything with you because you seem like a man of science and a man of science is precise. I am a man of science. So, and you're precise, right? Always precise. I pull out my notebook, so let's double check these. Um, all right, so let me see. Uh, the first one, uh, as I look at my notes, uh, is the northern northernmost part of the hall of definitely not petrified people. Replacing the keg on the other side of the secret door at the farthest point, and then past the secret door in the hall of ice, the promenade of ice, which is definitely not the same thing. One in the center of the promenade between the two center pillars, but one between the columns that you enter through. Never go beyond the pillars under any circumstances, no matter what happens. One, one in the private sanctum under the weird bold thing. Put one there, and play one in the arena at the entrance door under the crowd during our last match. Did I get all that? Yes, that's about right. All right, let's do it. The explosion right. will hopefully give us a distraction to get out. I will do what I can to buy you enough time to get the smoke powder kegs into position and get back to your holding cell. You will not see me again until after the explosions have started. And if not, thank you for your help. And may the Spider Queen guide you out from the crumbling shadows in our wake. Now let's move, as time is of the essence. Yeah, let's go. Okay. V is just like trying to figure out process what was just said and she's like, okay, Harold, so it was like the North Hall secret door, farthest dead end, halls of eyes down south to another hall, place center pillars, then one columns and don't go beyond pillars, private sanctum, weird poop, bird, tray, bathhouse, frisbee, then arena at entrance under crown, crowd. Match. Yep. Okay. Uh, How are we going to carry all these? The the uh, the drow looks to Vinley as it looked like she was going to say something. Oh, nothing that concerns you. Goodbye. Thank you. 
What is poop tray bird bath frisbee? I'm sure we will know it when we see that. Uh, I guess so. Um, how are we carrying all this? Uh, let me see how much I could carry. Uh, how much do y'all think I could carry solo? Like one or two of these things. Two, one underneath each arm because you guys don't have like a giant satchel. We do have rope. And we how big are they? We have rope. So they're about, about yay big. Oh, they're not that big. Yeah, how, how, many could I put, how many could I put in my bag of holding? All of the ones that are on the wall. I, I could get all seven of them or... Uh, seven for seven for you? No. No, five. No, seven for us. I think it's yeah. five for us. Five, five for, for y'all. And, and then they have the rest. And they have whichever, the rest. However many that is. is. Yeah. Okay, so, so I can do... Put them in. Okay. okay. And Gnarl loads you up with six. Just in case. Awesome. I'll be holding on to that. Thank you. <laughs> um, and you watch as Thorvin grabs one and throw, grabs two and puts them under his arms as he looks at, I don't want to wait old spider boy down here. I got it. And, and you watch as, as he grabs them, you actually watch as he like fasses both of them to um, almost like a shoulder strap as he puts it on like a backpack and picks it up one here and then one sticking up on top best of luck guys with their hurried words ended the two most unlikely of allies help load you up um and uh each is the size of about a medium pig that would be tucked underneath your arm that you slide into uh vinley's bag of holding as you head out Narl and Thorvin walk with you down the long hallway, and just as they are about to turn to head down a flight of stairs, you all hear the sounds of footsteps approaching. Narl lets out a quick, quiet curse in a harsh language as you watch as he and Thorvin quietly drop the barrels against the wall and pose near one of the statues in a mocking look of fear as footfalls close in your direction. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, I'm going to do that. I mean, you're invisible. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Vinley, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> is there a big statue? There's a big statue, but it's not big <laughs> enough to completely hide you. I'm going to, I'm going to lean over to Vinley and I'm going to be like, listen, all my years in high school taught me one thing. If you're really, really scared, just use that to your advantage and I'll give you bardic inspiration. <laughs> Oh. Nice. Are, are you going to are you going to po- hide behind a statue or pose like a statue? She's going to hide behind a statue in a way where it looks like she was trying to hide from whatever was happening. Like part of it oh. was like so, okay, yeah. so so you're posing with that statue. Yeah, like eh, got okay. it. Make, Make a it. performance check. Yep. Oh good. But you do have Bardic Inspiration. Yeah, what is that at now? I'm just going to go ahead and roll it. It's a D8. It's a D8. I know. Okay. <laughs> so my perform. Okay. So that's a 13. Oh, with the, with the Inspiration? Uh-huh. I rolled max on Inspiration. Oh, no. Well, okay. Goodbye, all. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. Vinley's gone. Oh, man, they're discussing. This is bad. I know, I'm scared. Is that in this campaign? 
if I wasn't a barbarian, my character would have died ages ago. Like, permanently <laughs> dead ages ago. <laughs> okay. You watch as two humans in leather armor walk right past you in deep conversation um, about pulling the short straw and not being able to attend the fight, the fighting pits. One stops as he scratches something, uh, as he catches something out of the corner of his eye and draw blades and draws a blade towards Thorvin. You see, you see Thorvin kind of like posing and looks at him. Do you mind? I'm working here. Go on, shoo, set up our business. He goes, and, they, and then he goes back to the pose. And they, <laughs> that engineer is very, very strange. Oh, wow. Harold is nodding invisibly. <laughs> and, and you kind of hear, as he goes, he goes, you're going to be the first one in the grinder. Not if the Xanathar turns you to stone first. And he walks away and uh, they head down and right before they hit Thorvin's room, they turn and go to the farthest door to the southeast. Ah! <laughs> yep, natural one on my stealth or on my performance, but uh, <clears throat> sixteen, 16 on, the on the on the charisma check. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> he is oh just standing there, being like grinder, <laughs> grinder, mm. like. Well, I guess we'll continue on our way. I mean, you remember seeing a machine grinding stuff into powder in his workshop. You know, white powder. All these marbles look kind of white. It's strange. Yep. Yep. That's <laughs> immediately bones. my thought, too. Bones. Uh, well, now she's knows it's probably bone. Yep. Also, that sand in that fishbowl was really white. Oh, so, my God. I don't know any of this. <laughs> yep. The drow and dwarf look to you all and nod in solidarity, knowing that this could be a suicide mission, whether successful or not. In either case, it will be a heavy blow to one of the worst and most influential gangs in the Sword Coast. This may be the last time you see them, but the mission is important. As after they nod, they head down a flight of stairs that disappear deep into the darkness, leaving you alone with your mission at hand. Before they go? before they go, okay. Vinley looks at the drow, and in Elvish she says, "Mister, watch over you." As he, she turns around, whoa! He looks back and he says, "And may the Spider Queen guide you." In Elvish, and she will do an Elvish curtsy. Okay. All right, so where do you guys head? You uh, you were you were in a uh, hallway full of statues right now. Yep, we're heading to the northernmost part of the hallway to the very end, the farthest point. Dead end. The farthest point, dead end. Okay. <laughs> you, you find yourself. Um, uh, you make your way down further past three doors to the west and three hallways to the east. One of which was the stairwell that your allies took down deep into the bowels of this nightmarish. Acropolis. Pushing forward north, past the scrying room you came in, around a curve to a dead end, where you see the faint outline of a doorway, but no obvious opening mechanism. Uh, can I investigate to try to find an opening mechanism? Of course you can. Yeah, can I as well? Yes. Of course. 
Okay. Thank you, D&D Beyond. Oh, goodbye, real life dice. Hello, D&D Beyond. I heard that. <laughs> I just went, it like bounced down. I, I, <laughs> I got a 19. Much better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, easily able to spot the, the, the door. Okay. Can we see the opening mechanism now? Uh, you find a slotted handle hidden by an illusion that blends it into the wall. Oh. Yeah, as there is a small section <gasps> where you actually running your hand. Yeah, much over. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your hand disappears past the illusion, but you feel like uh, a, you know a handle to pull the door. Okay, uh, I'll pull it. Yep. Try. To I'm not as smart as Voss to check for traps. I try and pull it. Is it locked? Um, are you guys doing anything? I'm standing back. When you okay. say doing anything, I feel like V was like, I'll go pull it. And then all of a sudden, Vinley pulls it and she's like, oh. You pull it. The door opens. You open the secret door and you see a room of organic looking walls that glisten like sweat. The door uh, and... Okay, define the word organic looking <laughs> Like they look, they look like they're made of flesh. Like this side. Uh, oh. Because... Well, they don't look like pink flesh. Yes. They look uh, like me. Living material. No, uh, like living material. Think um, Geiger. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Geiger? Yeah, yes. he's the artist who came up with the inspired aliens. So yeah, okay. Uh, we we look at this. Harold takes a moment to uh, be disgusted, like, oh. And then you're gonna hear next to you, Venley. All right, one here. As we shut the door behind us. Okay. She looks at it and she's like, "Oh, that's not that bad. I expected worse." I will. Like, okay. So like, I will reach in and grab one of the barrels and just set it up right there okay. next to the inside of the door. Okay, got it. All right, that's the doing... end of the hallway, right? Are you doing anything yeah, to... It's at the end of the hallway at the other side of the secret door. So we are now on the other side. I'm putting it down. Perfect. Uh, are, you doing, are you just leaving it there? Do, uh, do, I, do I know what I need to do to set it up? No, you don't know anything about that. I'm Great. saying... Should we try to it down, hide it? You set it, yeah. You set yeah. it down and there is a, a, a wooden barrel in... Right. Harold kind of looks at this obvious wooden barrel and he's like, oh. and I'm going to look around in this fleshy wall for a pocket. There's no pocket, but you can find a... Go ahead and make me a stealth check as you try sure, to I'm hide the barrel in the shadow. Can shadows. I assist him? Sure. <laughs> right, do you want to roll or should I roll twice? Uh, yeah, I'll roll one. Okay, go ahead and roll one. Yeah, you, you hold the barrel out and it just starts floating. <laughs> 16. Okay. 16? Yeah. Barrel's invisible. <laughs> that starts floating. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I get, I get advantage, don't I? No, uh, stealth, that is to stealth sneakily. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah that's fair. To not be seen. Yep. Um, it does not affect sound or uh, right. interacting with objects. Yep. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hide right. it with 16. The door seals behind you, melding and disappearing into its surroundings. As you find, looking around, you see the eerie blue light, uh, blue light emanating from the stairwell. You descended with Maloon to get here through the treacherous path illuminates this area in dim low light. 
The walls are covered in carved eyes of all shapes and sizes. The eyelids over the concave sunken pupils open and close at irregular intervals as if alive. The carved inward relief design gives the illusion of the eyes following your every movement. There is a circular door to the north on the eastern wall and one directly to the south of you, about equidistance apart. Uh, but you find a, a part where the wall curves in and you sink the wooden crate in and blends into the shadows and just looks like another rounded part of the wall. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, then I will uh, continue on to try to find the promenade. Yeah. Which direction do you go? Do you go north or south? Oh. Uh, which direction when would we do down south, if this is the Hall of Eyes. Um. I'm looking at I'm looking at my big list of stuff. They didn't specify which way to go. It says halls of eyes down south to another hall. Okay, then we'll go down south. That's All what right. my notes say, which is sure. a, a Cliff Notes version of your notes. <laughs> All right. You well, we, we can take a look down south. If we don't see a promenade, we'll head the other way. Okay. All I know is like what I got is halls of eyes down south to another hall. Place one in center between pillars, and then okay. one in columns. As, as you look in, you actually look down the hallway that you first came up and the wall with the thing, you, you open, as you look through this, the, a dark silver door that opens up like an iris into the curved hallway promenade lined with pillars of eyes that shifts their gaze towards in your directions as you enter. Uh, to the right, you can see the carved tree of where you went through Gotcha. Okay. The secret door. So we need two in this room, right? One for the columns and one for the pillars. Um, do I clearly see both? That's two separate rooms. Oh yeah, it's two separate rooms. Yeah, the columns you entered through. That, that he means when we first entered. Got it. Okay, cool. Yes. All right. Which you so, did not see because you were black bagged. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, great. Yeah. Which is why he was like, you know where that is. Good. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> that's why I was like, yeah, sure, great. Um, okay. I'll. I'll go. To the pillars yeah okay so going down the hallway you count there are eight equally spaced pillars from the center two being just beyond the eastern door that leads to the gladiatorial spectator level as you approach the center area what what do you guys do we, we move to the two center pillars okay all right mm -hmm. go ahead and uh make me another stealth check to place the I'll help you. You want, you want to do this one? You want me to do this from one? From both of us? Um, for stealth, you should you should do it. Okay. Dude, good on you for knowing south. I That was not in my notes. Well done. Uh, my stealth check is again a 16. I rolled an 18 on oh, the shit. die to help okay. you. Okay. As you place the barrel, you hear the large door, black marble, the large black marble door begin to open. You know this to be the door you met the projected ethereal floating eye uh, visage of the Xanathar for the first time when you brought down the crate of a rotten gold with the corrupted Maloon. You hear people exiting that room in your direction. Uh, I, um, shit. <laughs> Put one in the columns where we first came in, in here. No, no place to hide. Uh, yeah, is there anywhere for her to hide? Uh, there are columns and pillars. 
Um, uh, I cast fly you... and fly up to the top and hide behind one. Okay. Okay. Ooh, they never look up. Um, um, and invisible people are just gonna like. Yeah. Find a column and hope for the best. Yep. You are invisible. So, so yeah. get advantage. <clears throat> yep. So go ahead and make me stealth checks. Yep. Cross okay. the board. Harold and V have advantage. Okay. That was good. Oh, 30, 20. 30, 20, bitches. Oh. 3020. Nice. 22. 30, 30. Got it. 30-20. Yes. All right. Nice. He watches two more thugs in leathers, one human, one half-elf, make their way north after emerging from the large dark marble door covered in carved eyes. They seem to not notice you as they continue on and exit through the door, leading into the room of screams and cheers. You all get a quick glimpse inside, and you think you must be seeing things because you watch what you can only assume to be an undead Tyrannosaurus Rex floating in the air above the pit as its tail slams into a few of the crowd close to the ledge, assumingly killing them. After, so the patrol, after the patrol exclaims in excitement, the door shuts behind them as they continue forward. I'm so that jealous. dope as shit. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> Where do you guys go? If you find me a T-Rex, I can make it undead. Whispers to Harold is like, do you think I'm going to have to take down a dinosaur? That would be the coolest shit. I mean, it would be, but like, could I do it? Yeah. I mean, you can arm wrestle a dinosaur. Um, I'm going to take a look. Oh, great spirits of the halls. Please stop talking. (laughs) What'd you say, Harold? I'm going to take a look at the door they came through. Okay. As it's closing. Right. Mm-hmm. So that leads into the audience chamber where you guys all met the Xanathar for the first time when, when he Right, right, right. We know him. we know we have to put one in there. Um because we have to plant one in the mm-hmm. Oh no, no, we de- we definitely actually don't have to put one in there. So instead I don't know which way is the entrance. <laughs> so so there's a hallway directly across from that. Okay. And then the, it, and then it goes further south. And you see it kind of wind down further south, and there's a wider hallway that turns to your left. Okay, I'm going to turn to the rest of the crew and speak near Vinley and uh, V and be like, okay, well, Vinley's up in the air, so I'll wait for her to come down. Um, but I can't wave her down or anything. She'll once land. You, once you land, I kind of sneak over beside you where in between you and V, I hope. And I'm like, okay, so which way are we going to go? Um, well, what I remember is like, we put one between the pillars yep. and then one in the columns where we came in. Well, you got to figure out where we came in. Probably the widest entrance. By the call, the, the, the column. Right. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. We don't know where that, where that is. We don't. No. So that's what we got to figure out. Let's try the wider area first and then we'll go, we'll look back and try the, the smaller hallway. What if I just turn around and walk straight back? Because that's, no, when we say, I mean, when we were first brought in with the bags over our heads, that interest. Oh, I thought they meant of this room. I thought so too at first, but I kind of put it together, so. Go ahead and make me a perception check. Sure. All of us? Yes. 
Okay, I'll perception too. Natty 20. Natural 20. Oh, wow. I'll perception, you don't need me. <laughs> so both of you, as you're sitting there talking and trying to figure out, you're looking, you turn in, you're looking down the hallway that's directly across from where you are. And as you look down this hallway, you see two pillars yeah. about 30 feet down. Perfect. All right, we'll head down to those columns. 50 feet down. We'll head down to those columns and try to drop one off there. Directly across from the large black marble door that you are all standing at, it le um, that leads into the audience chamber of the great and powerful Xanathar. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Uh, <laughs> is a second hallway to the east. Just north of the hallway, uh, the patrol came from. It stretches on for about 30 feet before opening up to a short but wide 30 by 50 foot room divided by those two massive columns. The room radiates with residual arcane energy that causes the hair on your body to stand on end. In the room of, ahead of you, you hear the sounds of terrified screams being muffled before a sharp crack followed by a haunting, sucking, and squelching sound. Those of you with dark vision, which I believe is everybody but V. Yep. You see the shadows within the shadows splashed across the back wall. You watch as someone screams and, and struggles while levitating in the air. The oppressive silhouette of the mind flayer hovers forward as he, as his hanging facial tentacles wrap around the man's face, suffocating him. His arms now bound in the hands of the illithid. You hear the crack against the man's, of the skull and watch his body slowly and sporadically convulse as the creature swallows his brains before slopping his husked-headed uh, body to the floor. Seven thin-limbed, bulbous-headed creatures clamor across the ground and begin ripping and shredding it and in, shredding into the corpse like ravenous piranha. Harold has to quelch everything inside him to not run in that room and kill that thing. And he, let's just put it down and go. While he's doing that, while they're all watching that, Vinley's already crouched over by the pillar and she's setting it up and trying to hide it. Okay, go ahead and make a self check. Nope. Nope. 15. Okay. All right. And she'll turn around and say, I already did it. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, okay. where are you guys heading? Uh, uh, that, that you said there was the a... private sanctum. Yeah, we're gonna head towards that private sanctum. Is there? Uh, you said there was an eastern hallway, but that's that's what leads to this thing, right? Correct. It does. Yeah, we're not going that way. We're going sure? the other you, way. Are you sure? You sure? <laughs> I'm 100 percent positive. You don't want your brain sucked out? Not today. Maybe later. It's like, yeah, I can go get that map. You sure? I appreciate that, but no, okay. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm sure we'll get that map someday. <laughs> Assuming we fail here, we can go back to where we split up from the other group because they were heading towards the private sanctum anyway. That's a good idea. Let's go. That's where the weird poop tray and bird bath frisbee is, right? That's the one. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh -huh. right. So you're, you're, you're heading to where y'all separated? I think so, unless we can, unless like, is there some way for me to take a look around? Like, I want to try that other hallway first, that the one we didn't take, to see if that may lead where we're going. Gotcha. Okay, so you walk further south as the promenade curves like a semicircle and then breaks off east and a wide, uh, a 10, 20 foot wide hallway leads down and you 
barely make out the last second herald being invisible and with your dark vision that extends 120 feet correct uh yeah i think yeah i think it does yeah uh because of your devil sight yeah (laughs) you watch as the biomancer illithid walks into a room to the south down that hallway that you're currently looking i immediately am like oh no 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 and i put my arms out and just like no 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 (laughs) we're not going that way (laughs) let's try another way (laughs) you you can yeah both eastern hallways lead to a massive (laughs) room nope nope (laughs) we're gonna go the other way i'd rather not (laughs) uh thinking thinking back to uh your friends separating um you saw them kind of disappear around where in between the uh the column hallway and the black um door Mm -hmm. is there is there a way to track us back through that way or kind of guesstimate which tunnels will take us back to that path? Back to which path? What path? Where we separated to get towards oh, the... Oh, the, the, the semicircle promenade is where yeah. you separated. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. You oh, were okay, just cool, on the yeah. north side, and they gotcha. curved, and since it curves down, you lost sight of them. And the, where you lost sight of them is about where that divide is. Okay. Cool. It leads into the audience chamber and where you just placed the last barrel. Got it. Cool. So yeah, well, I guess we'll head there, right? Okay. Uh, and start looking for the weird bowl thing. <laughs> okay. You enter, um, you quietly make your way back uh, to the large black marble door, hoping the patrol has made their way through. And as you enter the doorway, I need all three of you to make me perception checks. Oh. I don't like when they finish each other's sentences. That means something. <laughs> no, I think you know what this is. I hope I, I know what this is. I got a 24. Wow, that's way better than my 14. It's a lot better than my seven. <laughs> Vinley, as you, you come in, basically feeling alone because the other two are invisible, you look around, your eyes are darting in between these statues that line the walls. And as you, something catches your your dark vision as you look over in a glint off of armor and kneeling behind one of the statues you see a very fam- you see a very odd sight you see a red-headed humanoid that you're very familiar with but she's holding <laughs> a giant fishbowl <laughs> trying to hide behind one of the statues oh no i see that they're hiding uh-huh uh uh I point out to the invisible people, uh, Seisha. Oh, oh my I'm god! Gonna, I'm gonna oh scoot over to Seisha really quickly. Just like Seisha. <laughs> Do I, I hear just... anything else? Uh, no, that's all you see. You don't. I'm gonna see scoot the over right next to Seisha, and I'm gonna be like, Seisha, is that you? <laughs> what are you doing with the fish? Her, her instinct is to clutch the tank tighter, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> it like sloshes around. Some of the water like splashes out the top. So V in her mind with her under 10 perception is like, no, no, Harold, that's not Seisha. That's it's Seisha. Just, it's Seisha. It's another redhead. It's fine. It's fine. Harold, it's fine. What, are you, what are you doing here? What, what are you doing with a fish? And the Kuzima fish? and Voss, you see this. Well, you see Seisha start having this conversation and you see Vinley standing in the center of, of this, or standing I in the entrance. step out and Apparently say, we're taking the fish. 
What? Open up the bag, put it in the fish. Boss told you to jump up the bridge, would you do it? Okay, everyone, first off, we have what we came here for, partly. Secondly, I saw in a vision we need fish. The only reason I believe you? No, we're not eating it. It's our new pet. I want to name him Gil. Kozima, Kozima Rose raises his hand and like a flame appears as he's like, attention. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, we need to move. We need to stop standing here. What are you hey. doing over here? Yeah, well, so before we're here to we find the bowl. The what? Before we stop standing here, do we know where the weird poop tray bird bath frisbee is? Cause yeah, gotta- it's back there through a door in the, on the south oh, end of the room, I believe. You need the I floating mean, arcane bowl disc. Because yeah. I got these. And I gotta drop him off. You, 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 you don't actually have anything in your hand because everything went into Vinley's bag of holding, B, just so you know. I forgot about that. I thought okay. only five of them did, not all seven. <laughs> you only got, you got six, so they all six went in there. Oh, I think there was seven. Okay, whatever. Wait, the guy with the metal feet, by the way, may have already alerted Xanathar. We're here, so we need to move now. Okay. The um, guy with the metal feet. Vinley's just gonna go. Yeah, okay. I, stop talking. I'll follow. I grab you real quick, Vinley. I say, what happens if living things go in the bag of holding? They suffocate and die. There's no air in there. Okay, what if it's a thing in water? There's no air. Air in the water. But the bowl will turn over. He'll fall out. I have to go. Damn it. I, I mean, if you want to put the fish in here and kill it, we can. I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe we need to kill it. Maybe we don't. I don't know. It was a vague vision. If you take it, you'll be seen. If you leave it here, it's going to explode. Is it a special I fish? Away. Can, like replace it. Like, yes. what if we just find out a replacement fish? Wait, we can wait. Stop talking is... about the fish. Let's do what you need to do it with this damn arcane disc. I... So, so Vinley's already gone. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> you guys are sitting there arguing. Vinley's gone. I will wait, say. Oh. I will say. I will stay here, and deal with this, Seisha. If you want to go help them, Seisha can can't go anywhere. Are you kidding me? Look, she's holding this big eye shield. How do I get out of here? Kazuma okay. also turns and follows Vinley. Okay. <laughs> I will um, accompany She's Seisha flying pretty quickly. Solo. She's like, he's fine. Yeah, he'll go. And we'll figure out what to do from there. We're going to okay. try to find our way out, I guess. Wait, Harold's going to stop you before you try to get your way out. Wait, we're not done. You, you can't leave with that shield. You have to put that shield somewhere we can hide it. Why? If they see you with the shield, they're going to be like, why is the shield in my chest on her arm? We're leaving the place, aren't we? No, we're going back to finish the fight. What? Why? We're not done with the fight, Pig. I, I don't care about the fight. The fight it's was part of the mission, Seisha. We have to finish the fight, no, It's part of the mission. Okay, find our everyone. Uh, Harold, why is it a part of the mission? I have to put the last bomb on the doors underneath the, the, the audience before yeah. we leave. Oh, for fuck's sake! We gotta go during the last fight. That means some of us need to go back to their, our cells. Seisha. Well, that means all of us because we need a full fucking team! I know, but not now. What I'm saying is those of us who are not good at stealth can head back now. I'm gonna run over to see how Vinley and them are doing. Why don't I go tuck the fish somewhere out of sight? Like, outside of the cavern. Remember there was a secret- Why are we still- Okay, I will help you hide the fish. Okay. I will we'll rejoin you at the cell. Is that okay? Is this fish? Okay. Is this fish part of this the fish? 
better be part of the campaign or I'm going to be pissed. Is it is the fish's eyeballs the stone's eyeballs? Because it better fucking be better fucking be part of it. Got the stone. We got so Vinley and Kuzima. You fly into this the yeah. the sanctum. You see and it a large empty fish tank and a mirror with something written on, over top of it. You see an open chest on the ground. You see a giant mirror. And you see the body of a dwarf who has a skull cap that has been melted down to this to where you just see this part of his jaw and then you know his head's a lot smaller now. In our defense, I Kuzima, thought we were leaving. Kazima, um... Is that Vinley or Harold? Uh, before anyone else gets there, um, dwarves are small enough to fit in a bag of holding, correct? They are. In the bag of holding. Um, <laughs> and she's just going to rush over to, you said there was another door in there? It's yeah. a hallway. There's a, a another like do- archway. You, okay. It's doable. He's not helping you. So it's a little bit of a process. So as you're stuffing this dwarf in, Kuzima, you see the last legs of the dwarf being stuffed into this bag. Yeah. And then she just... thinks to herself, well, at least she uses the whole door. Who all came with? So think, it's, it's, I think so only... you're not there. So it's just, it's oh, wait, just Kuzima. We were arguing. Y'all were arguing, and Vinley and Kuzima just they left. left. I forgot about that. Sorry. It's, it's okay. all good. <laughs> uh, no, and Kuzima goes, I will explain that with later. And he points towards the hallway where he knows the um, disc is. You look down, there's this white pulsating energy. Um, in Draconic, she'll say, can you throw the chest back in the bowl? And sh- as she goes around. I am not that strong. Me neither. <laughs> She's like going through the archway. Okay. How well, we took a lot of it out. How heavy is it? I mean, it's still a big chest and it's a solid wooden chest. You can, you can try, but I mean, I you got to get it 10 feet up. I will, I will try. Okay. Actually what I'll do. Mm, yeah. What I'll do is simply, um, this is going to be very weird. Uh, wait, can I do that? Can I do that? I might be lying to you. Oh, um, God, I love when you do that. Uh, can I do that uh, with a creature? No, not a, I, well, okay. Um, I will try. I will try. I'm not make, the make, best make an athletics know. check. Boom, with advantage. I'm not advantage, with guidance, because I have a plus zero. Okay, uh, so uh, as, remember, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna ask you. No, 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 get... no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. Okay. I'm not. Doing that. <laughs> I am not. You're correct. It's a fourteen. Okay. Yeah. You you lift it up and you try to like and you're like, yeah. There's no way you're no, getting that no, ten no, feet no. up. No. I, yeah. We we don't. We can we can. Let's put it. I'll put it. I'll just take it to the room if I can. Struggle. Okay. Yeah. You can lift it. it enough and move it into the oh, the, the back room, room so it's not just sitting in the middle of the floor. Yeah. Exactly. Um. What did you, uh, and Vinley, you get in there and you see this dome, bowl-shaped, weird, pulsating, arcane, etched, weird um, bowl contraption. Okay, and what's on the ground level? It was the box and then a bed? Uh, 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 it's like a tightly packed thing, a bed pad made of straw oh, in okay. the corner, yeah. not directly under it. She's going to put the barrel on the box. Okay. The box is also off to the corner. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Oh wait. Let me think back. Yeah. 
um, she'll put it in the box and then turn around. Okay. She's like, that's hidden. <laughs> Go ahead and make that uh, stealth, stealth check, though. Yep. Uh, you technically get a plus 10 while you're around me. Uh, it is to hide an object, not oh, to not oh, be heard. Yeah, you're right. You're it's right. Fine. You're right. It's cool. It's fine. It's a 21. She just yeah. buries it in the gold flakes. Yeah. yeah. And then just closes the lid. I've rolled three 18s. Nice. Good lord, that is awesome. I am nothing if not consistent with my uh, dice rolls. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you all are so Seisha and Voss are attempting to leave to go it's, a, it's about this time, like right as y'all were getting towards the end of your argument and deciding when to go is when Kuzima and Vinley make their way back because that's about how much time has passed. Yeah. Um, and. All right, so are we taking the fish or not? We're oh, go back. Fish back. Fish back. Fish so we're going to go stash him. We'll be right back. Oh, we cleaned up the mess, by the way. In there. Oh, good. Thank you. Isn't there a possibility there could be more than one fish? He saw a vision of this fish. We should just I put the fish back. I saw a vision back. of this fish. Okay, can we put your shield in that bag? Yes. My bag? Yes. Uh, oh. She takes it off hesitantly oh, and hands it over. That's a pretty shield. Picks the fish tank back up. Okay. I can't believe we never thought of that before. She opens it and like puts the dwarf hand back in and puts <laughs> the shield in. There was no dwarf hand. I know, I know. It swallowed up. Yeah. Seisha did not see that. It is in an extra dimensional space. It did not fall out. Um, All right, we just uh, put this somewhere okay. outside the blast radius. Okay. Uh, um, the the width of the shield is stretching the bag as much as it can go, but you go over that. And going through that, you look over at the fishbowl, and you can tell it will not fit. That's fine. I'm not putting that thing in my bowl or in my bag. <laughs> I go back to my vision. Was it just the fish there? Like, was there anything special about the fish? Or magical? <laughs> was it the fish and the full mirror, or just a close-up of the fish? Yeah. I think it's just pretty. It was, it was the that vision that you saw, Voss, was just the fish. There was no mirror, there was no nothing, it was just the fish. I grabbed the fish. What did okay. you do? Oh, so he can't breathe! I know, I'm not going to hurt him, maybe. I would like to gently squeeze this fish to see if there's anything inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you squeeze it just firm enough and its mouth opens. and Yeah, look and in the mouth if I can, see if there's it, like something in it. Its gills are, you know, expanding further and further, trying get, to gasp I got, He's in distress, I get it, but Boss, it's going to take long. I don't, I don't want to be weird and like, I trust Shut you. Um, why are you squeezing that fish? I, I got a... <laughs> is there anything in this fish? There's nope, nothing in this it's fish. It's just a fish. Damn it! <laughs> I mean, you know I love you, man. something in the fish. I don't... Put the fish in the water! I put the fish back in the water so it can breathe. I hate this so much. This is the... <laughs> the thing I hate more than anything else we've done in the campaign. Um... <laughs> Um, Do you have a problem with fish? No, I. Does anyone have a cup or a smaller bowl? Aisha starts walking toward the door. 
All right. You just start walking. All right. Okay. But I'm not stepping on any different colored parts of the floor. Okay. Sounds good. I think we should leave this fish. I think we should leave the fish too. Still walking. Okay. And as you... Fish is going to die. I have no idea what to do. (laughs) I have no idea what way it would show this to me. On the plus side, we've got a fish now. So as you turn and walk, armor scraping against this fishbowl, you watch as a kinku, a bugbear, a durgar, and a, a human in leathers make their way north before they turn and enter the large dark marble door covered in carved eyes. As they look at you, Seisha, holding the fish and call out, I think we have unwanted company. Take care of them while I inform Nila Hall. If you take another step, the fish gets it. And that is where we're going to take our break. (laughs) (laughs) Just just so you know, he said, take care of them while I go inform Nihilor. Yeah, no, I caught that. Oh, that guy's not making it out the door. That's why I'm threatening the fish. (laughs) The fish is going to get it if any of them move. Okay, and we'll pick that up in the next uh, 15 or 20 minutes. Remember to enter... Uh, there's three different giveaways tonight. There's hashtag beyond for the mythic odyssey of Theros digital copy from D and D beyond. There is hashtag bard for critical bard t-shirt, uh, which is awesome and amazing. And there is a uh, hashtag beyond or Eldritch. No, Eldritch. Hashtag, hashtag Eldritch for uh, Eldritch foundry miniature. Yes. We'll be back soon. Okay, all right, everyone, quiet on set. Recording, okay? We just need to save a rock punch piece of this podcast for a moment. I enjoy punching rocks. Nope, stop. We need to say, like, what rock punch is, y'all. Like, what is it? I mean, it is comedy. Yeah, yeah, we do comedy sketches, but, like, overall, what is it? Oh, we have our YouTube and Facebook videos, our podcasts, and our Twitch streams. Right, but we're more than just, like, places with stuff there. We're, like, like, what are we? Right? Yeah, we're like some stone No, nope, stop, stop. We have D4. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 right, but we're not just D4. We're like... We're like some boulder slamming. Cult it! No! Okay. So, we'll just say that we're like... We're uh, an entertainment channel for geeks and gamers, providing quality content across multiple platforms. It's truly something for everyone. Wow, Greg, that was... Not that hard. Yeah, I mean, you left out the punching. Shut up! Just, god damn it. This is Bill Ronto, Esquire. Congrats on making it this far. Now finish it. Hello, everyone, and we're back with the BFGs and a giant conundrum. (laughs) As they split apart, one team rushing into Xanathar's sanctum to find an eye and a magical item guided by the Fire Lord uh, for Kuzima to find. Um, They had to make short work of a dwarven man that was feeding a fish. God rest (laughs) We had to, it was was necessary. (laughs) Our hands were fine. Press F to pay respects. (laughs) As they 
<laughs> no. So they retrieved the, the chest from the giant fishbowl uh, that Voss dove into and covered himself in a greasy substance. Uh, they were able to, Cuisine uh, was able to finesse a strange obelisk, four-inch obelisk-sized key that separated into three different parts to fit into the strange organic padlock keyhole open to reveal multiple gems, the magical items they were searching for, uh, arcane parchments, and a new shield for Seisha. The other team um, <clears throat> made their way in down a hallway led by Gnarl, the drow who works for Bregan the Arth, and met a crazy, uh, not a crazed, um, a very eccentric uh, dwarven engineer uh, who gave them uh, some smoke powder barrels and explicit instructions um, that um, he gave them plenty of time to remember. Uh, and uh, from there, they headed and started placing these barrels. And they have placed the fourth of the of the five barrels that they needed to place. And as they have met back up with the other team, um, a little bit of an argument broke out about a, a fish and what to do with a fish. And what are they doing? And they're not leaving. Why aren't they leaving? And Seisha, getting more and more frustrated, just turns and storms off. But while Kuzima and Vinli were in the Xanathar Sanctum, Vinli breathed in the illuminated, purple illuminated moldy spores oh, and God. failed her con save. Yeah. Yeah. Vinli, as you run back into this room, everybody's arguing. You begin to panic from everyone arguing about as doubt floods your mind. Narl, who told you the Xanathar's most prized possession, named Silgar, is now in your obvious possession as Seisha is walking around as he just got spotted. And you stole this from his private sanctum. You look around uh, to all of the statues and remember Voss nearly being disintegrated. And you start to worry about what may happen to you if you are caught. You know, the last barrel will be in full view of everyone if you place it in the pit. You, uh, who is going to ignite this barrel? How are they going to do it? When is it going to happen? What, what are you going to do to get out? As paranoia and a panic attack starts to take you over, you have disadvantage on wisdom and charisma checks. Ooh. But with the Kinku, the bugbear, the um, the Durgar, and the human in leathers walking in the Durgar called out and uh, said that they have company and to take care of you guys as he goes off to inform Nihilor. Seisha, trying to intimidate them, holds, uh, uh, holds the fish in her hands and says, do not take a further step or the fish gets it. We need everyone <laughs> to roll initiative. Yep, and Seisha, I also need an intimidation check from you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Roll high. I am surprisingly intimidating. Cool. Oh. Know, let's see. Intimidation is a dirty 20. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, what is everybody's? Julio. I'm so nervous right now. 
We done goofed. We done goofed. <laughs> Generally, I can. All on the internet, police. All because of the fish. Generally, it's... I can form a plan pretty quick, but I don't know what the hell to do with this fish. I don't I'm just going to use it as a bargaining chip at this Should point. Should we name the fish? <laughs> fish has a name. 25 yeah. to 20. It's Gerald. Oh, uh, 22. 21. Um, uh... Kuzima, what is your uh, initiative modifier? Plus two. Twenty to fifteen. Seven or sixteen. Sixteen. You have a better initiative modifier than me. Oh, uh, probably it's a plus one. Yeah, mine's a negative one. What's up? But your armor class is better than mine. That is true. I got the armor. But you get to rage. So. Uh fifteen to ten. We're just awesome. Uh fourteen. Ethan, you got a look on your face. Ethan is not happy. Ten to five? Five. There we go. <laughs> there I am. There you are. I woke up late, but I still arrived. Oh, oh yeah. Got it. <laughs> Harold, what is your initiative modifier? Plus, <laughs> Plus what? Three. Okay. Wow. Harold. Ouch. All right. <clears throat> I love those eyes. Awesome. Thank you. You watch as Seisha holds up this the fishbowl and you hear her go, you know, don't move or the fish gets it, basically. Take another step and the fish gets it. Yep. Uh, what was your in intimidate? It was a 20. 20, got it. Yeah, got dirty it. 20. Got it. Um, but uh, it is your, you you kick off the initiative. Okay, you. so one of the guys said they're running to Nehalor. That that was the Duragar. Duragar? Yep. I want to chase him down. Okay. Um, he has not fled yet. He is still standing right in front of Seisha. Okay, uh, I want to. Did I get an indication of where he was going? Because I don't specifically know where Nihilor is. Um, no, you do not know where he is. Yeah. Heading. So right now, you guys are all in this audience chamber, surrounded by these statues, and they have just come in. So they're in the audience chamber, just inside the doorway. Okay. Do I have enough movement to get behind? The Durgar is right in front of Sasha. Yes. Sasha's on one side, and the door is behind him. Yep. Okay. I. I don't care about these guys. Um, move around. Can I move around behind him, get to him without provoking an attack of opportunity? You can get to him. You cannot get behind him because not only is it him, but there's also a bugbear, a kenku, and a human. And a, and a doorway behind And then him. a door. Yeah. So can you I cut, can get can to I him. Can I cut him off from the doorway? No, you cannot. Damn. Okay. Uh, rush forward. Attack the one who said he was going to inform Nihilor. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. All this for a fish. All this for a fish? Oh, this a That'll oh, hit though. It's a 26. What happens when people have fish visions, okay? Yeah. <laughs> look down, look down. 26 to hit. Uh, 26 will hit, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's not a bad roll. It's actually quite good. These are the fish of our lives. All of you shut up. This is. <laughs> This sucks more than anything. Um, I know. 30 points of damage. Whoa. Okay. So as, as he is turning, you actually watch as his skin begins to dissolve in, in, into invisibility. 
as you plunge your rapier straight through his open mouth as he goes to send a retort against Seisha as he gurgles on his own blood and the body that was beginning to disappear reappears as he slumps to the ground. As soon as I pull it out, I look back to Seisha holding a knife to a fish and I hate my life more than I probably have since I've gotten to the city. And I say, <laughs> we're not screwing around here. <laughs> we're crazy and, a, and we'll do it. Go ahead and Listen make an to her. Go ahead and make an intimidation check. God. <laughs> so stupid. This is going to be our legacy. I mean, these guys can't live. I don't know what you guys think we're going to talk our way through. They have to die. 23. Okay, noted. I'm carrying a fish, man. What do you expect me to do? That's, that's move, I would assume, bonus uh, action. Yeah, that's my turn. That fish is over there going, okay, it doesn't have to be union work. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, all right, um, Kuzima, it is your turn. So I just wanted to be on the record that Kuzima does not understand the fascination about this fish. So <laughs> <laughs> noted. And does realize there are people... I do need some numbers, though. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Voss is standing, and then there's the group, and then there's the door. Yeah, so... How, how, how big is that gap between group and door? Five feet. So Voss and Seisha are right in front of... They are up against the door, as they had just walked in. So if there is a... If you're looking at a map, the first five squares in mm -hmm. a row, four of them, it was um, a guy in leathers, the Durgar, who is now dead, or dropped uh, a bugbear and a kinku. Uh, standing in front of the downed Durgar is Seisha. To her left, in front of the uh, guys in leathers, is Voss. And there are two open spots um, in front of the bugbear and kinku. In front and of then the we so this also, okay, so it's only five people. That, that, that helps me because I was going to do something else. Um, then. Yeah. Yeah, they're at the door, yo. Um and it's a point within range. Do I have to see it? Uh I don't want them to get out. Um yeah. uh, okay. Then I I step forward and I point my staff towards one of them. Let's point it at the Kinku because we don't like Corvid 19, even though you're not part of them. We don't like Corvid. We don't like the Corvid. Um, okay. And I point my hand towards my thing towards them. Um, you even squawk this person's name. I will blast you. And I, I'm holding an action to if it moves or or does anything retaliatory, that's not a word, but I'm using it now, I will fire both fists. Okay, and you're pointing that at the Kenku? Yeah. Okay, uh, and, and you watch as, funny enough, the Kenku opens its beak, and coming from it, you hear a shrill voice that echoes out in the chamber. You touch sugar! Disintegrate! And then, and then you hear, you hear, no, no, I didn't, I swear, don't! Disintegrate! Why? I, oh no, I did! Yeah, while it's even doing that, I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's a... 
where was that voice coming from? The, the King Koo. The King Koo. Uh, that's a 22 to hit. Yeah. Um, 22 hits. What is my dicey? Uh, not bad. That is 15 points of fire damage. And as as it says this and is mimicking the sounds that it has heard before, almost in perfect unison in time, the flames erupt over this kinku as you hear it mimicking a man screaming as he is being disintegrated and you are burning this kinku alive. And it collapses. I told it not to speak. I heard it. Um, all right. Uh, the bugbear. Don't trust it. I hate when they mute their mic. <laughs> Makes me nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Taisha. Yeah. It is going to pull out a morning star. And try to try to hit you. Yeah. Okay. Key, keyword there. Uh, you do not have your shield because you are right. holding the the bowl. Just so you know. Yep. And um, as he goes to swing, you see as he's swinging true, and you watch his eyes go wide as as he's about to hit the fish, and he freaks out and drops his morning star. <laughs> <laughs> Roll hey, that hey. one, huh? I did. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and in fear of of hitting this this tank with this fish, he drops his morning star instead of doing anything else. V, you see uh, these two creatures being dropped quickly. Uh, you see the morning star being dropped by this massive hairy figure. Uh, but he is, there's an open space in front of him. What do you do? I attack him. <laughs> All right, you move up. Uh, easily get there with your movement. Yeah. Pulling out your pulling out um, the Bahir blade. The Bahir blade. You bring it down onto this bugbear. Make your attack. Yep, 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 yep. All right. So let's see. I'm looking at my. We're not gonna rage. We're yep. just gonna normal attack. Okay. I'm trying to save my rages for the actual pit. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. 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 Um, that is a twenty-four to hit. Oh, uh, definitely hits. Yes. Okie <laughs> dokie. Seisha, so you're on deck. Yep. Denley, you're in the hole. Okay, so that's nine damage to hit. Okay. For the first attack, um, I'm just the double attack thing isn't have it doesn't have anything to do with raging or reckless. Nope, not right? at all. Nope. Okay, I just wanted to make sure before I I roll again. I should have just rolled two d twenty. Okay, the next one is a seventeen. Seventeen hits. Okay, and it's gonna be um another nine. Uh, okay. So eighteen total, I guess for to add both attacks. Yeah, two quick strikes with the Bahir blade as you cut um, across the chest and then down into the thigh. He staggers a bit, but he kind of snarls this goblinoid-like face with the, the sharp teeth as he snarls in your direction and, and uh, fumbles to pick up his Morningstar. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, that is your turn. Um, you have wounded him greatly. Good. Uh, it is now Sasha's turn. I'm going to kick his morning star behind me. Absolutely easily doable. A, uh, that's a free action to, to yeah. interact with an object. Okay. Um, and I, I'm carrying a fish tank. There's not yes, really much I can do. So I'm just going to take a couple steps back into the side so people can get around me. Okay. Are you going to take, uh, are you just going to back up? Yeah. Okay. You'll provoke two attacks of opportunity. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Put Silgar in between you. I, I can't do, yeah. I mean, I'm just, that's why I'm backing up and not turning around. Right. Action disengage. Just put Silgar between you. Can I do that? Is that a, Yes, you can use oh. an action to do any of the things that other people have as bonus actions. Yes, oh. you can you can disengage as an action. You can hide as an action. Disengage. You got it. There you go. And holding Silgar forward, you slowly back up as they see that they have no uh, chance of getting a solid attack on you without damaging the fishbowl or drop making you drop it at all. Yep. Good deal. Vin uh, yeah, Vinley. I'm going to expend two charges of the Wand of Magic Missiles and send two at both of the people still up. Okay. So for the one in the back, not the bugbear. Okay, so the guy in the leathers. Um, that is eight points. And then for the bugbear, that is six points. All right. The force damage. I don't know if it matters or not, but if the Dwargar is still alive, he should take a wound. Uh, he he's, he's he's dead. He's dead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Assume, because you know, not, there's no healers in this group, so no. uh, it don't matter. It, it doesn't matter. I feel offended. <laughs> not, not your group. So you hold the wand out as two charges. Uh, rush and you feel your hair gets blown forward as this wind brushes, rushes past you Seisha as four darts weave around you in a spiral two crashing into the man in leathers two crashing into the bugbear uh, you see the man uh, kind of look worried as there's two solid arcane uh, smoldering wounds on him as he's kind of freaking out looking at everything that's dead the bugbear just snarls in your direction um, Vinley they are both still standing. She looks like wild-eyed and her hair has like, like she's messed with her hair at this point and she's just like kind of pulling on her hair like this and it's getting frizzier and frizzier. Benley, you okay? Put the fish back. Harold. Uh, Eldritch Blast, the guy in leathers first. Okay. Okay. Um, oh god terrible 12 12 hits oh wow <laughs> I'll take it he is wearing <laughs> leathers legit he'll take 8 damage uh, okay and throw I the dagger it stabs into him it explodes as you watch him like grab at his chest look at him oh no <laughs> drops and then Harold's going to flick the next one at Mace Dude, who is right in front of us still, right? He is. Um, I'm going to try to knock him out, too. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go for Bugbear. No, no, that's, that's the only that, one left is Bugbear. Yeah, it was, it was Guy in Leathers and Bugbear. That's, that's the guy who's holding. That was oh, holding oh and then Bugbear, this is for you. 
Uh, that'll probably hit. That's a uh, 23. Yes. yes. And then and, from the shards, you close your hand as they re-solidify into a dagger that launch into the bugbear without throwing a second blow that then explodes. Roll your damage. Uh, 15. Sing us that swan song. Uh, he's going to like point it, and it goes flying out, and it hits the bugbear through the back, and it just kind of blows the back of its brains out, and then like it reforms behind this head and then <laughs> flings back to Harold's hand. Right. And uh, as the four of them are collapsed on the floor in front of this doorway, you're now standing here in this room. We killed these people in less than six seconds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That Harold's guy... staring and just like Head the bodies. Yep. And I'm gonna run and start grabbing bodies. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll help, but at the same time, I would like to attempt to commune with the stone. You showed me a vision of a fish. What does that mean? And With desperation in my voice. Need third eye before I can still blinded. Damn you. I would... Knowing what I know about the ritual, knowing anything else, knowing everything that I know through Keenline, can I make an intelligence check to see if this fish is useful or not, or if it needs to be taken? I'm not even going to have you roll it. You know it's you useful. know it's useful. You know you need it for something. But Damn what it. and why I'd and like, how? I can't give you that. I would like okay. to make a roll to know if fish have souls. <laughs> Can fish be resurrected? <laughs> like an arcana check. Roll high. This is an important. What role. is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just leave the fish? No. Oh, oh my god! That's gonna be a twenty-two. Anything that was once alive can be resurrected if it so wishes to live again. Yep. Does it have a will to live? Stacia's going to walk back into the room, okay. set the tank down. Okay. Benley's following. Pull you. the fish out of the water. What are you doing? And turn to Benley. Open your bag. Put no, it no, no, down. No, no. Put Silgar down, Sasha. And she pulls her wand out. I get between the two of you and I say, okay, okay. I made Safe. a mistake. Vinley, Sasha, just put the fish back right now, okay? Puts the fish in the tank. Vinley, go ahead back. We'll finish what up what's going here, okay? What is wrong with you? If you just... take the fish, he'll know we're here. Okay. We're looking okay. kind of not okay. I've died once. I don't want to do it again, Sasha. And she walks out of the room. Okay. Tensions are high, but we're in the middle of a high stick fucking high stair. Can we keep going? I agree. Harold, yeah. um, did you do what needed to be done here? Uh, no? In this area. No, Venley said it was done. We're done. Let's go. Then let's, I'm going to hide the bodies and we need to go. Harold, okay. did, did you walk into the back room? Did I walk into the back room? Yes. No. Where, Wait, where, Harold, where, you found I, the first bee birdbath? Yes, we got that. Okay. Yeah, by, the, by the time that our argument was done, Venley and Kuzima had already come back. Correct. I'm, I'm talking We're right at this moment now. right now. Sasha and Vinley went into the back, back into the the sanctum. Did oh, Harold I did not follow. Like, no, I didn't. Okay. Not, okay. It's okay. So we gotta go back into the arena then to do yeah. the last one. Apparently. You know that there are four ah. rounds to this fight. You have done two. Okay. All right. I. But Vinley's out. I don't know who else is here, but I want to be the last one in the room. Okay. 
That's all. That Cleaning up. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking at Vaz. I do not need to know details. Your job is yours, mine is mine. <clears throat> but in the most polite way possible, what the fuck is this fish for? I don't know, but it's important. Okay. <laughs> he no. doesn't understand, but he's not going to fight him. No, it's like, <laughs> you hear utter frustration in his voice, and not knowing exactly what the hell's going on. But... He, like how he is with Seisha, Venley, and Harold, right? Seisha. Okay. It's so, like how your guy didn't tell you about exactly what you needed. You just knew you had to get something. That's kind of what's going on now. Let's go. Yes. I don't need to know. Right. We just need to go okay, back to our Where yeah. is Where is V in this moment when this is happening? Is she just with Harold and Finley? Yeah. Yes. You guys are in the large auditorium. Harold. Yes. Where are you hiding these bodies? I'm going to try to move them to the walls and as best as I can try to stand them up against them. I so will if assist with this. If somebody was passing through, they might just think they were statues in the back. I will assist with this. V, what are you doing? Uh, asking Vinley why Seisha was holding a fish. She said something about resurrecting it. Okay, but why did we need to resurrect a fish? I don't know, V. No, so we're going to save a fish and not know why? No, we're going to leave it where it is so that no one knows we are here instead of leaving a trail of destruction behind us so everyone knows we were here. Okay, good. Why do we... What? I just... I'm trying to understand the fish. I am too. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to try my best. I'm, I'm sure they don't stand up. Um, no. Uh, is there anything to hang their clothes on? No. We have to do the best we can and then go. Yep. Our presence here has already been detected. Go ahead and make me a stealth check. Okay. Uh, with advantage these? because y'all are working together. Okay. Yeah. You Go ahead, buddy. I believe okay. in you. I don't have any bardic inspiration to prove it. Uh, 22. Okay. You have... While this is going on, I'm keeping watch down the hall that the guys were moving to go down. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to try to sop up any blood, I guess. Okay. okay. I'm just going to, like, take my shirt off and dab no, it up. No, stop, stop. Venley, can you clean the stone? Yeah, she waves her, her wand and starts moving the blood off into the crevice between the wall and the floor. Okay. Mm -hmm. e e easily doable. Let's okay. get the fuck back in there! Is okay. Voss still covered in icky water? Oh, yeah. Uh, can I use prestidigitation to clean them up? Absolutely. Yep. I clean everyone the respectable amount. Okay. Okay. Voss, you no longer have uh, grease, That's greasy great. substance on you. That's great. It's it's a good day. Um, I could have tried to use fire to dry you off, but I did not think that would work. Thank you for not doing that. But I'm just going to take one last look around the room, but I will usher, ask everybody to go ahead and head in the opposite direction. Did the chest um, get put back in the tank? No, but it got moved into the back room. Okay. I couldn't pick it up. Yeah. Do you want the chest back in the tank? Don't have time. It's, we don't have time. I don't believe we have time. We should go. Okay. Um, As... Seisha, what are you doing? I 
keeping she watch said, while everybody's getting organized. Okay. And you still have the fish tank? No, I put the fish back. Okay, noted. Okay. Yeah. I, as we're going by, if no one else sees me, I quickly reach into the bowl, grab the fish, I snap its back, and then I shove it into my coat. Okay. You said you wanted to be the last one in that private sanctum. Yep. Everybody else was waiting for you in the large room. You have the fish. I have a dead fish. You have a dead fish it's in a coat mine. pocket. It's mine now. It's your dead fish. Yep. I'm going to write this in my inventory on D&D Beyond. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Go ahead and write dead Silgar. S-Y-L-G-A-R. I'm going to spend money to resurrect this fish. We know the fish. 500 gold. That's all of that's my cut. I'm yes, spending me, my do. cut to resurrect oh, God. the fish. All right, right, but I head back, and assuming we are done. Uh, Because everybody got into a fight, we need everyone to re-roll stealth checks. That's fair. But unfortunately, Vash probably wouldn't be in my Pass Without a Trace when we are stealthing back. My stealth is super good. I'll be okay. We're not leaving him behind. We'd wait for him to get to us before we left the area. That's fine. It's fine. Either way. Okay. How much does a dead Silgar weigh? (laughs) Like five pounds. Five pounds. Five pounds. Okay. Oh, it's a type of fish. Okay. No, that's the fish's name. Next count. All right. So, uh, Voss, what was your total? Oh, sorry. Uh, twenty-four. Oh, right. (laughs) Kuzima. Oh, that's better. Great. I forgot I had disadvantage, but I'm still good. Uh, excuse me. That is twenty-six. V. Um, I didn't attack anything, did I? It, it, you you were in a you did actually attack twice. Um, oh, I did! I did! You're right! You're right! I totally did, and I I did eight. Okay, so never mind. Yeah. So so roll a stealth check with plus ten. Plus ten. Yeah, because yeah. of pass without trace. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, it's twenty-four. Okay. Seisha. Twenty-one. Finley. Twenty-six. Harold. 20. Wow. All right. Sneaky sneakums. Yeah, thanks to Kuzima. Yeah. Kuzima. 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 Okay. Sorry. It's all good. Okay, Saisha. <laughs> <laughs> that is applicable there. to all of us except right. Harold. Saisha. As, Isha. as you all head back, as if perfectly timed, you enter back through the secret door that leads into the pitch black hallway to the next secret door into the cells. You unhinge the unlocked padlock, seemingly unnoticed while you are gone, and enter back into your cell. Finley, it's about this time that your mind comes back to you, and you are no longer paranoid or suffering from the effects of the madness. Using Savard and Mage Hand again, you put it back in place. I'm assuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your heart's racing, surprised you made it this far, but still one more barrel to go and unsure of exactly how long before your next fight. Sitting and gathering your thoughts, you hear the announcer through the gated pit. Uh, yeah, the pit wall opening, the graded area in the back. <laughs> Spectators, what a day we've had! We just watched the frontline fighters cleverly use magic and ranged against the undead prehistoric Tyrannosaurus Rex. We have procured all the way from the wilds of Chult. 
With it suspended in air, all it could do was vomit a horde of zombies with the, from the fallen champions it had destroyed before. But Kuma and her team made short work of them all, with a little help from our pits. And how about the three bystanders who got whipped by that tail thrash? Gotta feel bad for them because they lost a lot more than a few dragons in that fight. But such is the way of the pits. Speaking of, how about that upset within the Umbra Legion fight against the battle-scarred Bahir? I was sure it was going to be over quickly, just like the first round. A heavy loss watching their shadow-jumping, fast-fisted drow companion literally be evaporated into ash from the beast's devastating lightning breath at the last second. But let's get those last-second bids in, folks, because it is time to watch the agents of adversary, your opponents of opposition, of deceit and treachery, meet their doom against a creature beyond our worlds. Let's get ready for the BFGs versus the Absorber. Oh, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good. I'd look to either of you. Do I know of anything called the Absorber? Same. Um, so you've noticed that through all of the rounds, the announcer gives whimsical names to all of the creatures that you're fighting. So there is nothing named an Absorber. Um, and he also said that it's from another world. So it is without seeing it. There's no way to. You have no idea without even rolling. Let's go not get disintegrated. Uh, she'll saddle up next to Harold and say, we'll have to place this during the last fight. What? We'll have to place this during the last fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're after this one. Yeah, I'll okay. hold on to it for now. Cool, 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 cool. I look at the group. A note. Because of our antics, I am <clears throat> not at my full capacity. So please don't get hurt. I can heal a little bit. I can too. I have one potion left. And Let's... you pretty much carried us in the first two fights. Yeah. So. Harold's going to throw his mask on and start walking out. I will too. You hear the sounds of the door unlocking. As it opens, you see a familiar dark olive tanned skinned dwarf with eye tyrant tattoos covering his body that checked you in. Over his shoulder, similar to the Durgar, is a small four-eyed stock gazer. The dwarf strokes his short beard left over from when Harold burned off the ring it once held, hanging at its waist. He looks at you all with a smug face before gloating. Yeah, you got lucky the first two rounds, but this time the odds are stacked against you. So who's ready to watch your friends die? I know I sure as feck am. Your friends are dying? What, when we kill them? Carol's going to point at him. Nice beard as he walks by. I look, I look at, as I walk, weird. as I walk by, I just quickly say, is it a thing where you threaten people who have won each time? Yes? Oh. He just kind of chuckles at you. He just walks off. So, you make your way out into the viscera-soaked sand pits once again. The crowd above you in a roar that is almost deafening as the echoes ring off the metal and stone walls. You see a smaller creature than the last two you faced already on the field. 
It looks to be a large, wild panther, yet it is barren of any fur across its splotchy dark teal and muted crimson skin. Its thick red tail swishes aggravatedly from side to side as the tip is locked in place, noticing a large eye at the end of its tail staring in your direction. The announcer speaks up to silence the crowd while the massive ethereal ghostial eye squints and peers at you all aggressively. Late to their own funeral, it seems, but don't worry, folks, we have a treat for you. The city takes and takes from us, leaves you homeless, begging for scraps, takes your voice while controlling you from behind the curtains of their cushy homes. I know some of you here work for them, but whose money are you winning tonight? Is it yours or is it theirs while you too beg for scraps? Remember, for all the Xanathar provides, and tonight the great and mighty Xanathar provides entertainment through a blood and fortune. The crowd definitely, definitely, uh, definitely roars out in excitement once again before the commentator continues. It seems we have been going too easy on them in this previous fight, and that is not fair to us. So let's make things interesting, am I right? Let's start by making the maze, shall we? As he says this, the ground shifts as pillars and walls shoot out of the ground, shifting the arena into a labyrinth of pillars and walls. The crowd roars. What? What is happening? What is happening? Oh, God, no. We're getting split up. Uh, don't split the party, they say. Don't we split, split the party. The party. <laughs> How long has it been since the the patrol came through that main room uh which patrol uh when we were placing the casks the first one that they saw the very first one the two that were in the hallway yeah the whole mission of you guys leaving sneaking out killing the grill and all the way leading up to here boss knows was about an hour right until this moment yeah Okay, so Fly is not still active. No. Okay. Um, knowing that, um, if it's okay, because I would have, I would have been able to track time. As so, like, <clears throat> yeah, no, I would have known that it's been a, a good long time. Would you allow me to uh, resummon um, Zawadi? Yeah, you can resummon Zawadi okay, when you guys good. went back into. Yeah, he, uh, he, he, he just would have started that process over because. Yeah. Yeah, there's no point to go out here and all of a sudden he disappears. Yeah, as soon as as soon as you heard like, oh God, it's our time, you probably would have yeah. started your. I did that before too. I just wanted to. Make oh, it. of course, yeah. absolutely. Cool. So. Hey, buddy, new buddy. As the roar of the crowd continues, the announcer speaks up again. But wait, that's not all. For your entertainment, we've given the Absorber a fighting edge. Let's see how the BFGs handle a little game of cat and mouse. I like this. You watch as a small gazer floats down into the field and then floats back up, unsure of what may have happened. As the walls go up, 
separating yourselves from this creature. You are now in a maze created by sandstone. And I need everyone to roll initiative. Sure. How high are the walls? Yeah. Uh, various various different heights. The shortest walls are five foot, and they go all the way up to uh, twenty or fifteen. Hmm. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay. I wish I could make the map bigger. <laughs> if you pin the video, you can at least get oh, it. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to do that. Okay, so uh, 25 to 20. Damn. 20 to, fi <laughs> 20 to 15. 19. 18. Oh, 18. Okay. I'm more than positive Voss goes before me. <laughs> uh, so Voss and Kuzima both got 19, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm plus six. Yeah. Who got um, 18? I did. After after 18? 15 to 10. Oh, uh, 10. Didn't someone get a 16? I got a 10. V, v. what'd you get? I got 16. Okay. That's what I thought. I thought I heard 16. 10 to 5. 10. Got that. 5 to 1. Did you guys get my fifth? Nope. I, I, I didn't. And you just, nope. <laughs> What'd you say, Stacia? 15. Okay, got it. Sorry, you froze for a second. Yeah, I've, I've noticed my picture is starting to yeah. do weird things. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. So, with the pit in this uh, array of an elaborate boss, it is your first. Okay. Um, I remember where the traps were, at least, and they were high up. What's the highest wall that I can see? Um, the highest one you can see is... That I can reach. Oh, that you can reach? Like I could move towards. There's one 15 feet uh, straight up that is 25 feet away from you. I would like to... Oh, sorry, 45 feet away from you. Oh, um, that's so kind of far from this yeah. group. You could go to that one. Yeah, uh, there's one closer, which is about... It's 25 feet away from you. 25 feet away from you, and it is 10 feet up. I go... I go to that, then. Okay. Um, and would like to grappling hook climb. Okay. Um, this one has a has a five-foot ledge and then another five-foot ledge, so you actually don't even need the grappling hook. You can probably just climb up on top of it. I do I need do a, that a climbing check. Yes. So, uh, athletics check. Yeah. Of course. Ooh, that might not be... I 11. I can't hear him, so you gotta tell me. Yes. You're able to climb up. It's uh, it's a little awkward as these sandstone seems to be literally be made of sand more so than solid stone mm. as you're climbing up over it and you make your way uh, up to the next one and climb on top of it. Do I see anything? Um, but make another athletics check. Sure. Uh, eight. Eight. 
Uh, this one seems to shift a little bit and you're unable to climb up on top Damn. of this one. You can make a perception check if you would like. Sure. Natural 20. Wow. Natural 20. Even uh, like when you pulled yourself up, you got a good view of most of the pit. There are a couple of areas where the pillars are in place. But you do not see this creature at all. No. As it is, seems to have completely disappeared somehow. I, okay, cool. Um, not knowing exactly what it is, but having sight enough, I should be able to see it, correct? You there, should be yeah. able to, from you where you saw it able. last. Gotcha, yes. okay. I shout to the rest of the group, I don't see it. It may be capable of invisibility, I don't know, or some sort of camouflage. Great. I, however... And you can tell me if I've got enough action economy to do this. I would like to put a pint of oil in the ghost lantern. Uh, it already has a pint of oil in it. I activate the ghost lantern then. Got it. So you have a 30-foot Not ring. your ghost lantern. Just my, a regular lan lantern. Uh, yeah. Like the No, my magical lantern. Yeah, it's the lantern yeah. of revealing. Yes. yes. Lantern of revealing. Not I, I knew exactly yeah. what he was saying. Got it, got it, got sorry. it. I was very confused. I I'm didn't sorry, realize I'm sorry. you also had a ghost lantern. No, he, he doesn't. No, but that is my turn. As uh, you light it, this haze of oil, oily, like, vaporized oil illuminated by light that is in the lantern starts to wash over the arena in a 30-foot cone. Okay, does that go down as well? In, in a cone, yes. Cone, so cool. it is a so cylindrical cone. Um, okay. But from where you are, you do not see some anything in the radius of that cone. Gotcha. Okay, but that's my turn. Okay. I let the other group know about the effects of this thing. Harold already knows, um, as well as its ability to reveal invisible things. Okay. Oh, that's neat. What does it do, sir? Um, there's a 30-foot cone... In front is of it me. Is a cone or a sphere? It's, it's a, a cone. It's a bullseye lantern. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. It's a bullseye lantern. And you can easily see the area that it is illuminating and also having this weird hazy oil that's in the air. Yeah. But I do that and that's my turn. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right, my not. Also, I shout to the rest of the group, if anybody knows what that was, now would be the time to tell us. Um, Kuzima. Kuzima. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what there was that? Resounding <laughs> confidence, yeah. Um, I don't know if, if, like, now that I've seen it, I don't know if, if I've read anything about it. Uh, you can make a nature or arcana check. Other nature... Make, make them sweet nature checks. Uh, I'm not going to add anything to it, uh, but that is a Nope. That's a 21. 21? 17 mm -hmm. on the die. So you have never seen anything like this before. Damn. In fact, you can tell instantly that it is not from Toral or any other plane you are familiar with and can rule out it is not from the Far Realm uh, as a, a, an other uh, crazy planes like that uh, because it didn't 
drive you crazy when you looked at it. And I don't think it would be fiendish because I would recognize that too. Yeah, yep, it is. Um, it, absolutely. Great. Yeah. Okay, great. Then with that, I will... Um, oh, what's going to be the best thing for me? For me? For me? Um, am I to the far left? Uh, you are. You are all the way to the far left. Okay. Um, and the thing in front of me, how tall is that? Uh, five feet. Five. It's five feet uh, or ten feet in front of you and five feet high. What is the tallest? In my line of sight, which of these things are the tallest? So all the way on the far left, on the far left side, that uh -huh. single pillar that goes up, that is 15 feet high. I will point to it. This one right here. Yes. Okay, so what I'm going to do is um, excuse me. Um, I will slam my staff down as beams of fire go over to Vas. Hmm, let me think about this. Vas the And mm, and uh, Harold, are you blessing uh, them? Yes. Yes. Oh, much much obliged. Um. Once again, there's this wreath of flames that circle around your feet and then wash up over you, and as your aura of energy seems to radiate a very faint aura of fire that washes over you. Um. And then I look. I look over and. I'm going to get the high ground. We'll try. Don't die. Um, what does then... Kazima's blessing do? You add a d4 to attack rolls and saving throws. Okay. That's nice. Um, then I'm going to step. Let me look at a certain thing because they're the radius thing. Um, do, 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 uh, within 10 feet. Cool. Then I'll step over. I'm literally going to like step over diagonally to the left and as I step I'm going to bonus action as the wadi flies around me and we are going wait I'm going to go up like like three steps uh and then okay I can move most of my movement to get all the way to the uh, left and then I'm going to teleport on top of there so yeah, I should be able I'm more than positive I should be able to get up there and uh, yeah, it, yeah it's enough and you are yeah here. Yep. Just wreath and fire as we appear back up there. Yep. And as 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 the flames, as Zawadi begins to swirl around you, encasing you in flames, that as it goes down, it dissipates into nothing, and then begins at the bottom and swirls up. And as it swirls up, you appear on top of it. Now I just need to know when I left that spot, if there was a creature within ten feet of that spot, it needs to make a deck save. I don't know if it is there, but if it is. <laughs> Said with such confidence. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. I am not going to tell you whether it is there or not, but I want you to go ahead and roll damage anyway. Okay, that's fine. I have your character sheet. I know what your. Um, yes. Yep. Uh, is. That's, 
That is fine. One D okay, that's four points of fire damage. Okay. I will no, it, it, it goes off. I don't know if it yep. took anything or not, but <laughs> Minley, you see Voss taking high ground. You see Kuzima taking high ground. Um she's going to look around. She's going to say, Oh god, I haven't done this in a while. And she's just going to pull out her wands at the same time. And then as she separates the wands, uh, three little motes of arcane light separate, shake, and turn into copies of myself. And she Ask will... image. Yes. Nice. And right. she will go to the five-foot one and try to climb up onto that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, make a, an athletics check to climb up on top of it. This should be easy. <laughs> oh, 18. Yeah, real easy. You, you, you run and you jump up, put your hands down, and just gracefully, like you weigh nothing, to step up onto uh, this. As, as the forms <laughs> just swirling around you and shifting and moving. All right. That is you. It is now V's turn. Okay, so just double checking. Um, is his blessing the same as Seisha's? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're the same. Flavor texted differently. Exactly I the same mechanic. all of Seisha's blessing. Do I still have that? No, it no. only lasts a minute. Oh, okay. Got it. Just wanted to double check. Any hoosies. Um, I am going to... Gosh. I also want to try to take the high ground. I want to move forward. Um, I wouldn't say as much as possible, but I kind of want to move straight forward from where I am and okay. jump up on the sand area, not too far from where Voss is. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead and make an athletics check. Okay. Motherfucker, seven. Seven, <laughs> yeah. Oof. You can't quite make it up. As you go to, to push yourself up, the sand shifts and moves, even in these solidified pillars, and you're not able to make your, your way up onto that pillar. Uh, there is an opening to your left if you wish to continue forward, or you can stop where you are. Um, I'll continue forward, even though I know that area is probably going to open into a pit. Okay. So you, you've moved 15 feet already. You have you still have 25 feet of movement, depending on how far you want to go. I'm going to go as far as I can, okay. honestly. Copy that. That puts you right there. Seisha, you watch everyone scatter in this labyrinth of a terrain. You have an opening to... Your left, the same way that Kuzima went. And an opening forward, the way that uh, V went. The block that is in front of me, to the left. Uh, okay, yep. Um, I want to get on top of that. Okay. Go ahead and make an athletics check. Okay. Athletics, 14. Yep. Uh, running up to it, you put your hands down and climb up on top of it. And then I want to cast Divine Sense. Okay. Ooh. Mm. That's smart. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, as you boom, cast out divine sense. Um, it's sixty feet, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, there is fiend coming from behind you, back in the uh, holding area. Yeah. Where you were. <laughs> uh, you, you, yeah. You guess what yep, that is. Yep. Uh, other yeah. than that, nothing. Damn. Nothing pings. All right. It's it's not celestial fiend, fae, or what's undead. Well, I feel better already. Best I can do. I mean, it's still something. Yes. Okay. Harold, with this new information, watching everybody scatter across oh. the field. Oh, okay. Um, bonus action, I want to cast Magic Weapon. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you run your hand along the blade as you see Arcane Script r- roll across it as it is now a glowing sword. And it says, Agma said, I'm a beat your ass. <laughs> I'm, uh, it does in celestial. How 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 you know that's what I say? I'm gonna hold still completely. Uh, okay. I'm gonna hold my action for the first person that gets attacked, uh, and then I'm gonna cast fairy fire on wherever I see somebody get hurt. Okay, noted. Where are you moving to? He's staying still. Okay, got it. And he's holding his action to cast fairy fire. Copy that. When someone gets attacked. All right. Brings us to it. All right. The walls remain. Yes, they do. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm. Yep. So. Uh, I don't know that. Uh, Voss. Okay. Cone extends, what was it? How long in that direction? It was 30 foot forward. Here. 30 foot it. forward. I'll show you. Okay. Where, I will say this, where most things do not matter, of facing in uh, D&D, cone magic does matter. I understand, and you're absolutely right. I would have faced in the direction that I last saw it in. Yes. So, um, so I'm, pull- I'm, I'm pulling out is absolutely right. cone right now. Show you. You better be a prepared DM. Mm. He has all of the cool toys. So, so that's... Uh, I can block in the camera. You can't see it. So that's currently... And the top left corner of that cone is where you last saw it. Okay. Um, so that's currently where you're where you're looking right now. Okay. So I'm going to. Um, okay. Uh, Straightforward. Like, is there any wall in front of me that's higher that I could turn to the left and get a good shot? Yes, you're standing in front of a five foot. The one you couldn't quite get on. Move up, then. Okay. Yep. So go ahead and make an athletic check. That's uh, a natural 20. Oh, yeah. Easily get up there now. Okay. It now seems to be completely solid as it, I guess, wasn't fully formed when you tried to step on it to it before. There we go. Easy enough. You step right up. I turn to the left now. Um, okay. And we'll consider that, like, if I need to make a perception check or use a bonus action to do that, um, I will. I'm turning. Because I know I'm technically using a magical item when I do this. How dare you? Kazima, we all around. I'm sorry. Face. So, as you slowly pan <laughs> uh, this lantern over it, uh, V, you feel an oily substance wash over you uh, as you as light illuminates you. Uh, same for just the edges of Kazima. You can oh, see right. this, Another and then at the final 
edge. You see the tail. Oh, look at you! Something moving as you just get the back end of it. I immediately, to the rest of the party, point there! Um, He's still invisible, right? Uh, Harold, did you keep invisibility? It would have been ended. No, it would have been an hour. An hour. That's right. That's right. right. And there's Harold. So you catch it literally right here. Okay. And you catch just the tail of it. Okay. I will. Um, how high is the wild mine? Uh, 10 feet up. I'll risk it. I will jump down. Okay. Um, and walk. Can I reach it and attack? Do I have enough action economy to do that? Uh, you are going to have to dash. That I understand that. That's fine. And yes, absolutely. It's 40 feet away from you. Even That's after what I do down. then. Okay. okay. Are you taking precaution as you jump down? Um, would precaution lower my movement? Uh, yes. yes. I'm going to say yes. Then I probably can't reach it if I take precaution. You, okay. you take two points of bludgeoning damage. Cool. But I I would like to attack that thing. Yep, go ahead. Ron to experience. Oh, that'll hit. That'll hit. Not a natural okay. 20, but a 26. 26 definitely hits. I will okay. remind you that you have one hand occupied with the lantern. Yep. Certainly. I cannot use my bonus action to attack. I bonus action dashed anyway, so I wasn't yes. able to do that. I just want to remind you of that if you want to keep the lantern up. Understood. And I will continue to keep the lantern up. That is 18, 19, 2021, 20, 25 points of damage. Ooh, roll that D6. Get that one. Around. Yeah. Get that wound. Um, this. this is for the fish. <laughs> yeah. Fuss is going through a complex array of emotions right now. <laughs> roll, roll the D6. Oh, certainly. Um, yeah, yeah, massive. Yeah, three. Uh, okay, you slash at its arm, and you see it was not expecting to be seen, mm. um, as it, it, you know, it was invisible. You rushed up on it. Uh, you cut deep into its wounds or into its legs, stabbing through the bend of its uh, leg, and you slam all the way down into the sand and pull out. And you see it kind of like limp on that leg a little bit. Nice. Um, I take satisfaction in that, but that is my turn. But I shouted to the rest of the group and charged it. Um, give me the exact specifications of what that does. Um. Lantern of Revealing. While at the hood lantern burns for six hours, one point of the Burns for six hours, nice. Shedding bright light at 30 foot radius. Visible as long as they're in. Yep, so it's. Yeah, so he's got to stay in the hood for him to be sane. Cool. Yep. All right. If he's crippled, that should be easier. All right, that's my turn. With its first attack, it. Lunges, it leans back on its hind legs and slashes at you. Uh, does yep. a 12 hit? No, it does not. Yeah. It is Can attacking it? you with disadvantage. Ooh. This is a good thing. 
Does a 15 hit you? No, it does not. Yes! When the last, uh, its claws uh, raking at you, you fend off. Is it within 60 feet? It is within 60 feet. Your attack does go off. I would like to cast Fairy Fire on it. Yeah. Uh, That is a what save? A deck save. Um, And Voss, you will also need to make a deck save. You not not in this arena. Yeah, if anybody in our team could do it. It's, it's a it's yeah. a twenty foot radius. It's a twenty foot radius. Yeah. So let me just show you a visualization of so, so Oh dear God. I actually need Kuzima and V to also make deck saves. Um I rolled a natural nineteen on the die. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Cool. As a twenty three to save. By the way, oh, twenty three! Wow, twenty three! It's a twenty foot cube. I too. Oh, it's cube. Yes. Thirty twenty good enough? I don't think so. This is what it looks like. I just killed Kazima. Oh no! Still the same. I am not a cleric of the phoenix. I won't just rise from the ashes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have one of those though. Well, we, we elsewhere, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've misplaced her temporarily, but... <laughs> okay, all right. Two slashing claws come at you, Voss. You fin them off as this mask laughs and this purple energy pours out of its mouth across this area that pours out like smoke, clinging to the walls and everything, but it does not seem to have an effect on you or the creature. Ooh, uh, does a damn. 17 hit you? Just hits. Yep. Just hits. As it comes down, its fangs uh, sink into your shoulder. Fairy fire didn't work against the creature? Uh, it did not. It, it got out of the way. Hmm. It, it uh, passed the deck save. It seems gotcha. quick. That makes sense. Yep. Um, you're going to take 13 points of piercing damage and one point of force damage. I oh, take I- all of it. I do not use uncanny dodge. Okay. Um... Kuzima, knowing that it should have been in your area, looking down directly at it as it is attacking Voss and seeing this purple smoke uh, radiate out into the arena, you see an opening as it does not is is not near you at all. Yep, and it and it does become visible now. Yes, because mm. it did attack. You see oh. Kuzima look down it's at also it, the and whether it's stress or just being unsure, or whether it's happiness that he finally got the game piece. He disappears. No, um, he, uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, no, um, well, but he didn't know words induced, but mentally he feels a heat resonating within him and he tries to open his mouth and this is all flavor text. He tries to open his mouth knowing nothing's going to come out. And you've, you've had that burning inside of you and you open your mouth and for a second you think it's going to happen. And as you, you let out this just unnatural, just rage, unfettered rage, a growl roar as you're expecting the flame breath to come out of you. But nothing comes out. Not even the slowest, smallest trickle of smoke. And in that growl, he just unleashes. I'm just going to firebolt at the same time flame seed from 
um, Zawadi as I just attack this thing out of anger. Um, personal anger, but anger nonetheless. Um, uh, does a 24 hit for Firebolt? It does. 24 does hit. Um, uh, that is 14 points of fire damage. And then bonus action. Uh, you said 24? 24. No. Make a dexterity. 14. 14, sorry. 14? 14. Yes. Okay. Make a dexterity saving throw. Whoa. <laughs> I'll do it, but not because I like to. One. You watch this firebolt slam into the furless skin of this creature as it just absorbs into it. Its eye, ray, uh, eye on the end of its tail locks in your direction as that fireball or firebolt launches in your direction and oh, slams shit. against you, doing. Uh, you do se- seven, so have to three for you. Fire damage. Uh, okay, then as that happens, Zawadi will not spit. <laughs> um. Uh, and <laughs> um, then as a then actually what happens um, as a bonus wait can I do that can I do that no I can't because I don't have the spell slots for it um, <laughs> um, then he grumbles and, and pseudo rage um and that, and he turns and, and, and yells out um, with his draconic um, roar, do not attack it with elements, it absorbs. That's right. Me. Did you say that in draconic? No. I'm okay, just, just a, in your yeah. roar, got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, just screaming, only, only. <laughs> <laughs> only like two and people understand in the audience <laughs> going, all right. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah, got it. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. Uh, Vinley. Can I see him from where I am? Uh, yes, absolutely. Yep. Cool. Then I will try to. He said elements, so I will expend one charge of the wand and try to see what that does. Okay. okay. Three rays rocket out of your wand and slam into this creature. 11 points of force damage. As they seem to slam and ripple across his body. Nice. <gasps> Perfect. Uh, and then she, can she get down? Oh yeah. Yes. You're only and, five foot up. Yeah. She'll get down and run to the left towards it. In, like try and get in between the oh no get down on the camera side of the wall okay oh, this side yeah okay got it and where do you want to go all the way to the left so towards it like where b is oh other side of the wall my bad so this way no no no. towards harold thank you thank you <laughs> And this then move way. me straight, yeah, straight to the left from my perspective from the camera. Sorry, it's my right, so it's really confusing. You're good. And then that's my turn. Okay. okay. V, you see this creature now entangled in battle with Voss. What do you do? So 
So I rolled 21 for the deck save. Does that mean I was okay? You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. I never heard back about it. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. We, we, we heard you, and you're fine. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Let's see. Um, uh, I think for a second. I'm just going to attack it normally. Okay. Easily get over to it. You're right next to Voss. Yep. Just so you know, I think you can still attack it recklessly, even if you're not raging. Can I attack it recklessly mm -hmm. if I'm not raging? You can. Well, regardless, I don't think I need to. Okay. So I'm just going to attack it normally, yeah. and that's going to be uh, mm -hmm. uh, 23 to hit. What was that? 23 to hit. 23 hits. Okay. And so that's going to be, let's see, this, and then plus. Okay, that's going to be um, 11 for that attack. Got it. You bring, you run over, bring the Bahir blade jawbone in a slam into its shoulder. It looks at you and snarls in your direction. And then my next attack, I'm not so sure hits. It's a 13 to hit. 13. It's seeing you locked in your looking at you, snarling. It sees your swing come as it jumps off to the side. Yep. Okay, is that it? Um yeah, I think that's it. I just attack it twice. Okay, okay. Seisha. Do you want to know about it, or do you want me to hit it? Hit it. I see we'll read it. about it in the books. They write about us kicking its ass. Okay. I see it. It needs to die now. I'll run up, and I'm going to attack it twice. OK. We can corner it. Yep, that's the plan. Yeah. Man, I should have been canny dodge now. I didn't know if it was going to stand its ground. I thought I was going to run. It's going to be. A 21 for the first and an 18 for the second. Uh, both of them hit. Okay. And then where are my eights? I'm going to smite. Okay. For both. Plan. So that's going to be... And remember to give those, those damages separately. Yes. The smite is going to be seven. Okay. The regular damage is going to be... Or no, I'm sorry. The smite is uh, 10. Okay. And the regular damage is 3 plus 5 is 5. Okay. And then for the second. Oh, you know what? I forgot to add for my weapon. So add 1 on, I guess, the magic damage. Yeah, it would be on your regular damage, not your smite. Okay. So it would be a then, 6. Yeah, add 1. Okay. Um, so that's 8... 15, 15 for the smite, and 9 for the regular. You rush over and slash twice into the hide of this creature as you watch the arcane script uh, like weep off of your blade and uh, wrap itself around this creature in the celestial script that uh, digs at the wound, but 
seems to seep into his skin, having no effect. Okay. Oh. Well, can I? Did you I still see the? Having seen that? Because if I saw it didn't affect it on the first swing, I wouldn't have done it on the second. That's fine. Okay. Thank but you. yeah, you see the first strike uh, okay. slam into it. The wound is still there from your your blade, but yeah. the smite seemed to have no effect on it. Okay. As it absorbed into its body. Got it. Your yeah. smite is radiant, right? Doesn't hurt it either. Kazima's swearing in Draconic. <laughs> Vinley's swearing back. <laughs> Harold. Do it the old-fashioned way. Move forward 30 feet so I can see it. Kill it, please. I'm going to bonus action. Um, Hexblades curse it. And then I'm going to Eldritch Blast it. Got it. You know, stick to stick to what works, really. Yeah. If it ain't broke. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Hexblade's cursed. Uh, 21 for the first one. Nice. 21 hits. Uh, second one is 20. 20 hits. Okay. okay. Um, the first one is 10 damage. Uh, the second one is 12 damage. You throw your single dagger as it splits into two in midair, sinks into uh, the, the side of this creature, exploding into shards as you reform it back into your hand. Okay. Yay! Seisha actually cheers. <laughs> he, he's like, yeah, all right! All right, you watch as um, the pillars crumble back to sand. Uh, I need a dexterity saving throw. Mm. Or, uh, ac- oh, yes, from, from Kuzima. From Kuzima and uh, acrobatics check. Okay. For clarity, not a save, a check. Hold on. Picking. Dex, save. Oh, Dex, save, sorry. Okay, one is slightly higher than the other because I have a ring on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, That's an 18. 18, yeah. You ride the sand down, um, noticing it it happen across the the pit, um, landing on in the sand below. You are you don't take any damage, and you are not not prone. Woohoo! Any worse? As suddenly. Oh, wait, I don't like that. Harold, no. the sand below you dematerializes as you fall into a deep pit. Oh, damn. Do I see that happening? Uh, you do see that happening. Uh, I cast Featherfall. Okay, you cast Featherfall. <laughs> nice, nice. You do not take the fall damage, but you are still in the pit. That's fine. We... Uh... Thank you. As he's going down. <laughs> Ooh. Dear. Find that. Oh no. Oh dear. Judging by your sounds of fear, I got the lucky one. Kind oh, of. Shit. 
The acid pit's back. Ew. Yeah. How deep is that pit? I'm still falling. <laughs> and you watch as V, the trench opens up from under your feet as you fall in, slamming into this greasy, acidic oil. No, oh, no, 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 no. Ow. You're going to take... Is that within uh, 60 feet of me? Because if they both fall at the same time, they're both affected by Featherfall. I, she is not going to take falling damage. She oh, is okay. going to take six acid damage, though. Ooh. Yes. As you are submerged up to about uh, your height, let's say, your chest, uh, and you watch as this cat-like creature is half in the trench, half not, and as it opens, you watch as it scurries up on the ledge and lands on the side. This better not scar. And that's um, the layer turn. Voss, seeing all of this happen beside you, you can smell the acrid oil, or acrid oil uh, seeping up as uh, V plummets inside slowly. <laughs> as <laughs> this green or this uh, dark teal and muted crimson panther like creature claws up, snarling in your direction. Super. I attack. Okay. Do little else. Uh, my hit seventeen. Seventeen hits. Nice. Yes. Okay. That's average for me then. Come on, do another twenty-five. Maybe. Oh damn, that's a one, not a seven. <laughs> Ruined my day. <laughs> Thirteen. Eighteen points of damage. Once again, you uh, slam your rapier deep into its uh, form, and it reels back and hisses in your direction. Um, I back away thirty feet to get the max room on the lantern on it. Okay. Um, Are you disengaging? Yes. I don't have to. Okay. Oh, that's right. He's a swashbuckler. <laughs> um, keeping it in the max yep. range of that. I can't bonus action attack as I'm holding the lantern. So legally that's... cheats. Correct. <laughs> Illegally cheats. <laughs> but that's my turn. That's my turn. All right. Um, I can't stand in front of it. That thing might kill me. You filthy cheater. <laughs> I love the way he cheats. Uh, me too. <laughs> see if it'll chase me though. Maybe. Uh, Seisha, as it's as it's standing next to you, you watch as it rears up and two claw, massive claws come at you against uh, your armor and shield. Does uh, a 21 hit you? Just hits. Ooh. Okay. Then the other one will hit as well. Okay. Damn. All right. With the claws, you are going to take... Um, it was attacking a disadvantage, right? Only for one, one turn. Ah, damn. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Uh, you're going to take 10 points of slashing damage and six points of force damage on the first one. Okay. Oh. The second one is nine points of slashing and four points of force. Yeah. I, okay. Uh, I would it probably is, be dead. It is then going to... <laughs> is it going to chase me? It's a the second hit that lands 
Seisha kind of stumbles to a knee and then stands oh. back up. Got it. And as you uh, slam to your knee, it looks at this as an opportunity as it launches itself across the chasm. As it hits, you watch as the, the eyeball on the tail points at you, Voss, and you watch as this bolt of energy shoots out of it and right into you. Damn. Uh, does she get an attack of opportunity? You do get an attack of opportunity. Yeah, I do. Crit. Oh. Crit, please. <laughs> we need that crit right now. Yeah, I that would is like a, that. That is an 18 to that hit hits. you, Voss. That hits. I think my dice like you, Logan. Did you crit? I did. Yay. <laughs> can you smite okay. on opportunity? <laughs> you can totally smite if you would like to. No. You sure? Yeah. No, I'm okay. good. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Give it radiant powers. <laughs> it needs them, clearly. Yeah. Uh, so, Seisha, calculate so, your damage. Yes. Um, and then, Voss. You're going to take 28 points of psychic damage. I have to uncanny dodge that or else I fall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, as you don't see anything emanate from this eyeball, but it locks onto Voss. As you watch him, his face scowls as it's he's in an extreme uh, uh, migraine washes yeah. over his his head. Blood drop. That's what I said. Twenty Stand. points of damage. Twenty. Okay. Damn. Got it. Damn, it's not dead. Kuzima. Kuzima. Yep. Yep. One moment up off of war. Uh, Vinley, you're on deck. B, you're in the hole. <sighs> oh, God. Okay. Um,. It's right there, Vinley. With V's in the hole. V's in the hole. Um, oh, that, that means she's hole. going after. She's going after Venley. But she is also in the. Crevasse. Oh yeah, she's in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Literally in a hole. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I played softball when I was twelve. I know some lingo here and there. Well, I, yeah, I know. When it moved out of the sight of my lantern, because I don't think it's in my cone, it didn't turn back invisible, did it? It did not. Okay. Cool. Noted. Um, Thank you. Question. I hit it with a firebolt. It tried to destroy me. Um, when Venley hit it with <coughs> death. Sorry. <coughs> when Venley hit it with um, the magic missile, from my vision, did it seem to affect it? It did. It seemed to affect it, yes. But then the radiant damage was not that was absorbed too. <sighs> okay. Um, Rocky can throw at it. I mean, but for real, what you see happen is um, the, the 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 most ridiculous thing I can do. Uh, I run over at it. Uh, is that what I'm gonna do? Yeah. I'm gonna run over at it and try to hit it with my quarterstaff because yeah. I can hit it. Oh, wow. You just like grab hold of it and I just like rush and basically try to baseball swing with the damn um, the last resort of a magic user. <laughs> hey, sometimes Lord. it works. I am not strength based. 
I offer uh, you no quarter. 18 on the die, though, so that's a 21. That, that 21 hits. hits. Hey. Okay, this Seven, is... Seven, that was bad. This is... Uh, if you kill this thing, too... I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's only a d6, though. Uh, with add, nothing added. It's one point of damage. <laughs> what I do. You just... You just... Funk! As it just... Slowly <laughs> looks over oh, no. at you. The Lord of Fire told me to. You just. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best. I am really just following orders here. I. <laughs> oh, Lord. And that's. Vinley. I'm your God. Stay in there. Yeah, yeah. Vinley, with this chasm open with Harold and V in its depths, um, you see Kuzima, who you know should not be a frontline fighter run up charging and rolling <laughs> and bop it right on the face <laughs> a little little boop to the nose <laughs> uh -huh. its attention seems to be on kuzima and its eye stock seems to be attention on voss what do you do uh she'll look at seisha and say can you get the ones in the hole as she reach out and uh fires the last charge of the wand of magic missiles oh hell yeah uh, uh, 14 points of force damage. I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, fuck. As, oh, you watch, no. as you watch them absorb into it, and then three magic missiles fire back at oh. you. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, 14? Uh, uh, the, the three that you fire out radiate out from the eye and slam into your form. Uh, Go ahead and roll a d20 to see if you get hit. Uh, no, I do not. Okay. okay, one of your forms is gone. <sighs> oh, shit. And we're she... Wrong! <laughs> we were wrong! <laughs> we were wrong! Uh, go uh, ahead and roll that damage, though. Uh, she did 14. Uh, I 14? did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, got it. And then... This is unsafe. I will take a step back away from... Anything that could ever do anything and assume my normal position by the wall. <laughs> that I'm, and I, I look at the wall and I say, I'm sorry, I should not have left you. <laughs> okay. Patterns aren't a bad thing. Oh, sorry. I guess I'm, 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 I'm. I think it's got a num limited number it can absorb. I, th I think it's probably a reaction. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a pretty good assumption. V, mm -hmm. still submerged in the acidic oil. Fire. You take seven points of acidic damage. Eight. It is your it's going to get back to its turn, Tight. unfortunately. Tight. I'm really into that. <laughs> you are... Uh, As you... Uh, so you're currently prone. So... As you go to stand up, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Crap. Cool. As I go to stand up, uh, is you this something I can? Well, I mean, I'm not blind to deafening capacity. Yeah, you you absolutely have advantage on it. Yeah, yeah. I realized as I was like, wait, I'm not any of those other things. Mm -mm. Um, that's gonna be a um thirteen. It is slippery, but you are able to stand up. But you, you stumble for a second and think you're about to fall back prone. But half of your movement has been used to stand up. You have 20 feet of movement left. You are 10 feet in, in this trend. Am I able to use uh, athletics to jump up out? 
Uh, you can use it to climb out. Cl climb out. Okay. Yep. yep. That's fine. Little, little too tall for your standing jump. That's fine. Um, is that is this something I can use my blessing for? That's only know. for savings and attack. Correct. Correct. Okay. Okay. You well, will be rolling. You will be rolling at disadvantage to climb this. Yep. Oh well. <laughs> As you are coated in an oily substance. That's really hey. fun. This is really fun. It's going to be a 13. Okay. Using the rest of your movement, you slowly make your way up. Your hand slip, your foot slips, but you're able to catch the edge as you then pull yourself out, and that is as far as you can move. I really yep. didn't think I was going to make that out of the yep. Uh, you are, yep, but you had to pull yourself up on the closest wall, which still puts you on the other side of the trench from this creature. Wow. Well, well, glad we're here now. Well, that's my turn, right? I don't have any more movement? You, don't, you, you have an action. Oh, I have an action. All right. Well, this thing's just kind of absorbing attacks, right? No. Magical magic, attacks. Magic. Oh, magic attacks. Okay, just fucking kidding. I'm gonna throw a javelin at it. Throw a fucking javelin at it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking javelin at it. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Well, fuck. God, all these F bombs. You're killing me. <laughs> that's gonna be a uh, thirteen. Thirteen. You launch your javelin up and it slips from your hand at the last second and slams into the sand <laughs> in between Kuzima and the absorber. Did you use your D4 from Blessing? No, I didn't actually. Okay, go ahead and roll your D4. Might, I might. Roll a four. Hey, I rolled a three, so that's a 16. 16. As it slams into the sand, the force behind it, uh, like, like a bow staff being bent, <laughs> whaps it right in the side of the head. Yes. <laughs> Roll damage on your on your javelin. Heck ye! All right, so my damage is gonna be. Amazing. Oh, that's javelin. That's a one d six. Hold on. Uh, eight damage. Okay. Uh, all right. I just want you to know, I really quickly rolled that con save from getting hit by my own fire, but I'm good. Okay. Got it. Thank you for doing that. Seisha. Okie dokie. I'm going to go get Harold out of the pit. <laughs> All right. You walk over to the pit? <laughs> yep. Hi, Harold. Hey. Here's some rope. Thanks. <laughs> I'll pull him out. <laughs> uh, okay. Go ahead then, and make can an I... Go ahead. Oh, is this, my, is this my movement or my action? No, this is your action. To, okay, to... that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but go ahead and make an athletics check. Oh, me? No. no. Seisha, she's oh, pulling yeah. you out. So. Out, yeah. uh, it's a 16 plus 2, 18. Yeah. yeah. And with, with the rope, you slowly pull Harold out as he puts his feet against the wall as you slowly walk out of this 30-foot deep, heavily shadowed pit. It did not have any spikes in it, though. Oh, uh, there are no spikes at the bottom. That's awesome. That's great. Thank you. Hey, you want to kill that thing? Oh, yeah, I definitely do. That'd be great. Uh-huh, no worries. I'm on it. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I'll high-five her. I'm just going to high-five you. Harold, pulling yourself out, or, yeah, Sage, helping you pull yourself out of the pit, you now see 
uh, it on the other side of the chasm in combat, hand-to-hand combat with Kuzima, of all people. I didn't know Kazima could fight hand to hand. That's badass. <laughs> Running around the pit. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try to get as close as I can to it from from across the pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then right next to V. I'm going to Eldritch Blast it twice. Please. And we're gonna hope that this doesn't bounce back and blow me up with my own knives. Um, oh man, could that happen? Right. I'm sorry oh. to interrupt. Did I not attack twice? You did not. If you want to throw a second javelin, you can. I thought I did. I'm really sorry. It's okay. Okay. Don't forget to roll a d4 with it. All right. Are you fucking kidding me? How did I do that? I rolled the same fucking thing. Total? Total? Being a 16? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hits. Oh. My first hit's a crit because it's a 19 on the die. Nice, nice. Oh. Got it. Second hit is a 14. The 14 misses. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, this time there's only five damage. Okay. All right, and I double the die I roll, right? Correct. So you roll 2d10. Right. Six. Yes. 16, 21, 24 damage. Go ahead. And sing us that swan song. Oh, oh sweet. So Harold throws the knife, um, and then he, like, it goes and it cuts off the tail. Um, and as it's, like, sailing back, it catches on the eye, and it sinks down into the body and explodes by accident. And Harold's just like, oh, yeah! <laughs> like, he totally meant to do that. And it reforms in one of his fists above his head. So as this creature falls, slumps at your feet, Kuzima. Impossible! You said they would die! Do you defy me? You watch as the announcer is hit with a muted glow of an orange beam of light that emanates from the central floating hologram eye that washes over him as he begins to float and levitate over the pit. Ah, I would not never defy you, a glorious and superior Xanathar. Uh, remember, they still have one final fight. If they do not die, you will join the hollow statues. They are most certainly gonna die, my incredibly powerful Xanathar. Uh, the, man, the man is then unceremoniously cast back onto the elevated dais as his body clamors across the ground. The bare-chested man in gaudy, extravagant, fuchsia snakeskin jacket and pants grovels as his hands and knees on his hands and knees before he stands. However, you see the eye peer down at you all as the shrill voice echoes out and continues in the chamber in your direction. You are traitors like Fiaschetti! You steal from the Xenathar! Kill the Xenathar! Lie to the Xenathar! Where is my my stone? Speak, or you two will be added to the Hall of Statues. Oh, powerful and great Xanathar. Is he speaking to us, right? Yes. Oh, powerful and great Xanathar. We've only been here. We've been here the entire time. Lies. I know that you promised to bring me the stone. You have not brought me the stone. You have killed my men. 
we, we're still looking. We, we when as soon as we find a great, powerful, mighty, awesome, extremely handsome Xanathar, we will bring it right here. It's what we were planning on doing. Even though we've done all these awful things, we knew we could repay it to you if we just bring you the stone. Great, mighty, powerful, awesome, super fucking cool Xanathar. Go ahead and make a deception check. <laughs> okay. It's too late for me to help you, but I will just begin bowing. Uh, 24. 24. He looks at you and goes, Fine. And as you are all returned back to your cell, contemplating how long it will be before the explosions, what you will have to fight next, or how you are going to sneak the powder keg into the arena and get it down without being seen, uh, <clears throat> or if you will ever see the man you're supposed to rescue out here again, and what it may mean for you if you do not. After a few minutes, you hear a few voices outside speaking in aggravated and concerned tones. Vinley and Kuzima, you hear the words Grell and Drow mentioned. You can both make perception checks if you want. Can I guide myself? Um, you do oh, not have okay. time for that. Okay, okay that's fine. Cool. Um, that is a 21. 25. You both hear... What the fuck do you mean he's missing? Don't stand around here squawking like an idiot. Take a bugbear brute and, and find him. If my suspicions are correct, the Xanathar will not be pleased. And that is where we're going to end tonight's episode. Oh! I made it after that fight with four body left. <laughs> four health? Four health, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Let me heal you. <laughs> I have five. Oh, wow. Ooh, yeah. I can't heal you, fight. sorry. <laughs> a harrowing... I was expecting it to try to hit me. I was ready. <laughs> a harrowing fight with a creature from Wild Mount. Yes. Wild Mount. Wild Mount. <laughs> Wild Mount. <laughs> Since it doesn't matter, yep. it is called an Aorian Absorber. Cool. None of you will know that in play ever, yep. but you can nope. you can little, look that up. Yep. Uh, Matthew Mercer, this one goes out to you. How dare you? Incredible creature. Um, but yep. So uh, thank you all for joining us. Um, we have one more week of Xanathar fun. Um, uh, hopefully, uh, Bard can join us again next week. Um, but I'll think about it. Oh, I'll think about all right, it. all right, yeah. We hope everyone out there is having fun enjoying our little heist mission into yeah. the Xanathar uh, layer. As it is, we got a fish. You, you guys got a fish? <laughs> well, uh, no, no. You guys left the fish behind. You guys are completely sus. No, no yeah. fish at all. None whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, um, if they search us, they won't for, ever find a fish. <laughs> for those of going, you, I'm swinging that in your bag. As soon as I can. Uh, for those of you who haven't entered yet, enter hashtag Bard, hashtag Beyond, and hashtag Eldritch into the ch uh, the Rock Punch ATL Twitch chat to be entered to win um, our Eldritch Foundry miniature giveaway, our Critical Bard T-shirt giveaway, and our Mythic Odyssey of Theros. Yep. Um, those with with high insights um, would have known that the Xanathar believes Harold about you guys still trying to get the stone. Awesome. However, he still wants you to die. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. But that's that that just feels right. Yeah, that's totally <laughs> rational. <laughs> because as Harold told Kuzima in the very beginning, after you guys were accused of many, many different crimes against the Xanathar Guild, 
Yeah, we kind of did all that. Yeah, all that was totally true. All right, we're going to go ahead and pull the winners of the three raffles. Mythic Odyssey of Theros. Mythic the, Odyssey of Theros. It's the uh, Eldritch Foundry miniature and the Critical Bard T-shirt, yeah. which, which Omega is currently wearing. Yeah, I'm saying it can either be a T-shirt or a tank top. Yeah. Up to you. Nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. sweet. Because it's summertime. Amazing. <laughs> summer, summer, summertime. Summertime. And the living is easy. Fish be jumping inside of Vass's coat. <laughs> no, oh, uh, not so much as a jump, it's just like a pull out and it's like, oh, this is, oh, I'm dead. You treated that fish like a glow stick and then shoved it in your coat. That is exactly what um, All right. Um, the winner of the Critical Bard t shirt is Merch Mom One. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, which is uh, yeah, so um, we'll get that out. To, uh, get that info from you. Um, uh, winner of the Lost Odyssey of Theros um, book is, is Lost Nomad. Hey. Uh, and winner of the Eldritch Foundry miniature is Staring, Starring the Night. Oh, just like night. Eldritch creatures. Congratulations on our winners. Congratulations on our winners. We'll be in touch with you to get that info to you. And as always, be excellent to each other. And may you always roll with advantage. Good night, Good night. everybody. It ends when you're dead, but luckily you're not. So keep catching the adventures of D4 every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or tune into the podcast, which releases every Sunday on a one-week delay. I might catch you there. But he won't catch me. Rock.